What's up, guys? Welcome back to Kind of Funny's MCU in review. Gentlemen, we are very rapidly approaching. I don't want it to end. end. I don't want it to end. I say once we get to number 18, we do what Cool Greg did with the last Harry Potter book. We just don't read it. We just don't, we yeah. don't watch it. We just don't it. do it. We yeah. just keep going back. So uh, then we do, do we just keep reviewing Thor Ragnarok week after week? Yeah, 100%. Okay. We just watch that. I had to buy it, fun. so there you go. Did you? Yeah, because uh, my wife wanted to watch it a few like a month ago. And yeah. we, I, I was just like, let's buy it. As always, I'm Tim Geddes, joined by Andy Cortez, Nick Scarpino, Hello. Greg Miller, and joining us for the first time on this show, Achievement Hunters, Jack Patillo. Yay! That little background to we this. We said no guests on this show. No Why guests is he we here? We never said that. Uh, but the, this whole show exists because of Jack. Last time you were here. I won't take that much credit, oh, please. Oh, absolutely. If you, nah, if you weren't a, here, it wouldn't happen. I said it was a thing, and then you made all of this happen. We I'm not gonna stole it directly it. from your brain. You gave us the point that, yes, okay. you were like, hey, you're on your phone like you always are. And you're like, hey, yeah, yeah. do you guys know? This is cool. If you watched a movie starting in 2017, 18, wherever we are, yeah. yeah. Once a week, you'd lead right up to Infinity War. And we all said, oh, really? So we fucking did it. We're like, what if we did a show based on that? And we did that show. Jackets 80% of the ad revenue. Yeah, there you go. Kindofoint.com slash store. That is not part of the deal. Get the jackets. Every Tuesday at 9 a.m. right here on YouTube.com slash kindoffunny. We get together, review one of the Marvel movies, rank one of the Marvel movies for your enjoyment. You can get it as a podcast on podcast services around the globe and Spotify, all of that good stuff. Hey, who's behind the camera over there? Behind the camera? Oh, you're right. Kevin Coelho. Yes. Hey, Kevin. Of, course, of course we need to round up the, I'm sorry, the, Kevin. the Kevin. Kevin's still part of this show today. When, yes, when Kevin, absolutely. When Kevin's behind the camera on a show that I'm on, he should be known as the Great Wall of Kevin. The Great Wall of Kevin? He's back Here's there. Here's my next question thing. as a viewer. All right, I'm no longer here. I'm on the other side of the screen. I'm the right. viewer. I'm a Great, listener you go? driving my tractor right now. No, in this, I'm George. I'm driving a tractor. George, what kind of job? I'm listening. F-150? I'm excited that I've been with you now. We're starting episode 16. Very excited, right? Mm-hmm. I almost jerked the tractor off the Ew. road okay. oh. Oh. because I get so nervous. Wait, if we're adding another pe- person, doesn't that throw off the votes? Does it? Uh, what happens? Good question, Greg. Good George. question, George. Start. God damn it. Good question, George. <laughs> listening at home, uh, we, George we, Henderson. We've actually thought oh, about this. Man. Unlike many things, that kind of I funny. There it. was some thought put into this, and uh, Jack will not get a vote. No vote. Oh, only the the, no vote. the core five will get a vote to keep things consistent. No vote. Yeah. For kind of funny yeah. MCU. You're less than Jack. Less than. That's okay. Uh, That's but okay. I'm just here for the ride. Jack is going to do his ride. best to, to yeah. sway us, and yeah. you will be able to discuss. And if you vote one way or another, be able to try to change. I mean, yeah, I will votes. throw out my opinions on mm-hmm. things. Like looking at your board now, there's a few things that I would have changed if mm-hmm. I had the opportunity to it. But that's okay. Uh, like four above committee. Incredible Hulk, right? Uh, yes, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. How long has it been since you've seen both those movies? Uh, I watched Thor actually not too long ago, uh, okay. January. Because okay. I've been I've been watching them too. Like okay. I've been rewatching them as well. Because Katie hadn't seen Incredible Hulk, and uh, and I had seen Thor. I actually like Thor. I mean, Kenneth Branagh I think did a pretty damn good job with what he was given. I mean, like to say like, oh, we're, uh, there's a rainbow road. Of uh, what does that mean? And it's like, oh, they made that. You know, it looks really good. It's like, oh, okay, they actually pulled it off. And it was a smaller story, kind of told in this weird small town, but I think they managed to pull it together pretty quick. Just small town, yeah. I mean, like some of the makeup and stuff, like the like the weird blonde beard is yeah, odd and stuff, weird, like yeah. the blonde eyebrows. Yeah, <laughs> but so introduction blonde. to Hawkeye, first time you ever see him on camera. Yeah, true, get, true, true. You know, you got Coulson in there. Coulson had a pretty big role. I like uh-huh. Coulson a lot. Clark Gregg, good dude, good mm-hmm. dude. Agents of Shield, you should watch that show. Kevin, Today, we're talking Kevin. about. Uh, you know what? Real quick, anyway. Kevin, you haven't watched Agents of Shield. Yep. What's your? He's been doing the extra. Here's the podcast of the podcast. Kevin Coelho's the Shield Report. Big Kev Dog report. on Shield. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Agents of Shield is really good. My God, there are a lot of episodes. It is uh, twenty-two episodes per season. Jesus, 40... season six. I, no, I think it's on season five right now. 
I could okay. be wrong. They just crossed 100 episodes. And then four of the seasons are on Netflix. I am currently midway through season three in one week. Is how, this worth how watching? Uh, yeah, well, it's 44 40 minutes or whatever. Worth yeah. watching? The, the first season. I, I mean, so I think it's worth watching in the background of something. Like, the first season, like they say, like everyone says, like, before episode 17, everything's really like, eh. But, like, once you, uh, like, I think that sort of stuff's important. So, like, I would never just skip. Is episode 17 the Winter Soldier? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Cool. And it is really good. And there's a bunch of, like, it's it's a really well-made show that makes a lot of little connections that it comes back to, and it's super exciting, just like the MCU. Okay. Like the, yeah. Oh. I mean, well, it is part of the MCU, but, like, I'm saying movies. Officially part of the MCU is Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. That is the movie that we are talking about today. Released on May 5th, 2017. Feels like just yesterday, Greg. It does? That me and you to my got own, to go Andy. watch it. I yeah. do. Yeah, you do. Directed <laughs> by... <laughs> I do. <laughs> Directed by James Gunn once again uh, with a budget of $200 million. Oof. Guardians of the Galaxy 1 had a budget of $232 million. So a little bit less. Really? Which surprises me because I'm just going to say it. The CG in this movie, fucking incredible. Yeah. Yep. It's really, really good. And Technology's I, I wish- surpassing. They have like lower render times. That's what I'm assuming. In the mm-hmm. last like, well, how long did the first Smart. one come out? Smart. 2000. What's happening with Andy's brain right now? <laughs> how long does it, 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 it break? How long does it break? It was like 2012. Rocks going off in there. Like Jack's sort of throwing me off. I just don't know what I'm saying. I think it was three years fire there a couple times. Okay, yeah. I mean, I've assumed that they like just really worked on their pipeline and got shit done quicker. Because there must have been a lot of CG. Also, it probably took. And I don't know if you want to do break those abs right now, but it probably took at least. A good six months for the the modelers to sculpt his abs mm-hmm. in CG because they look That's so true. beautiful the first. So once you have those time yeah. savings in the next one, it's cheaper. Yes, definitely. Uh, box office of eight hundred and sixty three point eight million. Guardians one only made seven hundred and seventy three. Chump change. So ninety million more. Not anything to shake a stick at, Andy Cortez. Oh, I thought marvelous. Marvelous Marvelous day. Day. Uh, Greg, <laughs> cut, yeah. get right into it, man. The plot. Oh, man. I've been go. waiting for this one for yeah. a long time. Lights go down, comes up, and guess what, ladies and gentlemen? We are in the best state in the United States. Oh, Missouri. Oh, damn it. Wow. Oh. Brandy, <laughs> you're a fine girl. Now, we are driving. Is that I, a hoodie? I just, <laughs> what? So many questions. What? It's, I'm, I'm ta- the movie opens in Missouri. It does. You have a little tag for the... No, I bought this. I here. bought this Mizzou. We were at right. the uh, we were at the Mizzou why, store. Why have a Discount because it was half off. Babies, it's where I can keep my hands warm. Do you, do you buy a child's shirt? It's, it was was it from the women's section? It, yes, it, it was. <laughs> and I would have walked right by it until Tim said, "You got to buy this. I'm sure you can figure out a use for it." And I'm like, "I sure can." Didn't expect once, it this quickly. Once I put that into the cart, I realized the entire three hundred dollar purchase could be charged to kind of funny, and that's what I did. There you go. Oh. We're in Missouri. We're driving in a Thunderbird. Uh, hairs are blowing in the wind. Mm. All right, guess what? Hairs? It's Kurt Russell. Oh my god, young ass Kurt Looking Russell. Looking good. One of the best uses of the de aging I've seen. You know, did no, it look that's the thing. good? Man, it looked great. I, I, I was turned on. Let me, let me me, the manliest man you know, Kevin. If I'm not mistaken. I got I got in trouble because I was like, oh, they did such a good job with the facial stuff in this, and I in the chat in the morning show was like, that's actually mostly makeup. 
Mm-hmm. Like apparently they just I they did ninety like, percent of it with makeup. Apparently. Yeah, it was, I it feel was like, like pulling them pulling them back and stuff. But yeah, yeah. that's mostly makeup. I felt like that looked like it was like added on. Like it very much felt like makeup. You guys didn't get that. I thought, thought it was great. Like I thought it was, I thought like it was the, yeah the the facial reconstruction stuff to make them like better. I just assumed it was all CG. Wow, that's cool. No, evidently also I was that wrong. wig too. Yeah, are we gonna do <laughs> nice and fluffy? Are we, we gonna do the podcast within a podcast within a podcast within a podcast? I for notice any. Bad wigs in this one, and the, the fact of the matter is, the fact of the matter is, by the time we got to Kurt Russell's actual hair, I was so awestruck by it that nothing else stood out to me. The man, for a person in his senior years, has a fucking unbelievable head of hair on his head. It is gorgeous, looking just like Kevin's gorgeous. right now. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah. We have to do there the song is. though, Nick. There we go. Which, which one was the looking out song? <laughs> no, is it a wig? I don't know. Wigging out with Scarpino. There was no rigs, wigs to report of in this oh, movie. Okay. Wow, this yeah, must be a first. <laughs> wow. Yeah, there's no wigs. It was all good wig well, work. There's a mohawk. That was dope. That, that, that does count, but that was okay. dope. So, okay. that, so. Then, you know what's funny is I actually forgot that existed in this. Because I remember seeing some of the promotional. Uh, remember they did the, the cool run of pictures where it was like them kind of in front of locker style. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, just kicking it. And I never caught the fact that the fin was literally like eight times longer yeah. Yeah. than than his first one, which I thought was a cool decision for them. Mm-hmm. It was so cool. It was fucking. Right. Right. It looks like a mohawk. It's dope. Yeah. So back to what's important. Yeah. We are driving through Missouri. Everybody, calm down. Uh, and probably I would venture to guess some of the worst singing that's ever been put to film. Yeah, she's not. She was which not I, a great I like. I like because it's like she's just a person. Yeah, she's just in Missouri looking to fuck Starman and sing badly yeah. to Brandy or Our River Lily. She will not be known in this review. Okay, Our River Lily, Andy, say it back. Our River Lily. Thank you very much. Are you saying yeah. a river Did you ever see that? Our. Our. Okay. Fun Did you ever see Starman with Jeff Bridges? Because no. they kind of look a lot no. like uh, Kurt Russell in that movie. Starman. They go so to drop, drop the fun fact. Fun fact trivia for you. The uh, uh, you know Mrs. Quill. She was the love interest in the Inbetweeners movie. She was also in Captain America, the first Avenger, as the woman that uh, wanted to fuck Captain America. <laughs> when she went up and like I mean, tried to kiss him or whatever, or kissed him. I don't remember exactly. Wait, wait, wait. Natalie Jomi, right. That was yeah. in this, another one. That was Wonder Woman. She was, it was her, though. It was, Your time when he comes off stage and she wants to yeah. knock his boots, not mm-hmm. when he goes to shield HG. Laura Haddock. It's the actor. Uh, oh. So you're telling me there's a huge glaring plot hole now in the MCU. The girl uh, looking for Cap's autograph in the first Captain wait, wait, wait. Maybe, maybe it was like the, the grandmother one? or like the yeah. mother or something. Very possible. Okay. Like, okay. There's, okay. A, there's something like that in Spider-Man, which we'll I'll talk about you. next time. Very cool. There'll you. be an Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. episode about this plot hole. All right, cool. <laughs> sort of bring it all together. So we're still in Missouri. Don't act like yeah. that world. Where we go to the Michelin-rated Dairy Queen. Ah. <laughs> And did, we go, did it make you want a peanut butter parfait? No, does it make you want a peanut butter parfait? Yeah. 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 <laughs> How did you grab yeah. that so quick? Dude, I saw that and I was like, I literally first thing because I used to go to this old school Dairy Queen when I grew up in Riverside, California. What up? Uh, no sleeping in the RIV or whatever the fuck Andy says. Um, and we used <laughs> no to go, and it was it was one of those old school ones. Where you, there was nowhere in. You just go in. It was just the, it was just the window, mm-hmm. and you get it. You sit in the bleachers right next door. That's what this reminded me of. Now I used to go get the peanut butter parfait back when they heated the fudge and the nuts were hot, but the ice cream was you know peanut ice cream what the peanut buster parfait buster. I thought you were mispronouncing butter. No, <laughs> okay, that's weird. Anyway, it that? made me want another one of those. 
from my childhood, from my youth when I was good fries at DQ. So now we are in the back of the DQ in yeah. Missouri. DQ, that's what I like about Texas. If you're Why do they thinking have that about going to college, go to the University Sorry. of Missouri. Oh. This could be you. Stay tuned to <laughs> YouTube.com slash kind of funny too for Missouri videos. Uh, back there, guess what? What? Our star man, Kurt Russell, has planted what looks to be some kind of dragon fruit in the ground. Right. And he t- tells our river Lily about how he didn't think it would take to the soil, but it rooted quickly, and soon it'll be all across the universe. And then she's all like, well, I don't understand what you're saying, Space Man. Yeah, that but sounds I was really fucking terrifying, but I'm going to make out with you anyway. <laughs> I sure do like the way you're saying. <laughs> you got a pretty car. And then they make out a little bit. <laughs> they became Mater. And then, then we go into the dragon fruit. We go into the dragon fruit. Neurons are firing with the songs going. And then it's flash white. 34 years later, I think. Mm-hmm. I've already forgotten if it's specifically 34 years. 30, 30 plus years later. Yeah, 34 yeah, years, yeah. I'm pretty sure. Though. 34. Guess what? We're on another planet. The Sovereign. Sovereign. Yeah. Sovereign. We're there, right? Guardians of the Galaxy are suiting up. There's going to be this interdimensional beast that comes through. They don't want to eat these batteries. We get some great lines of dialogue from everybody. We're excited to meet the kids again. Be back together with the cool kids, the crew we love so much yeah, from the first fun. movie. This movie takes place around four months after the first one. Thank yeah. you very much. Gamora gonna use a gun. Peter Quill. Not, oh, I thought not that was Peter Quill's thing. Exactly. Very yeah, adorable. Yeah. Very adorable stuff. The the suit, the little flying suit hurts uh, uh, the nipples of oh, one God, Drax the Destroyer. Sensitive nipples. sensitive nipples. Hilarious. And guess what? Baby Groot's there. Oh, and again, yes, to remind you, this is not the real Groot. This is a new Groot. New Groot. Not really well explained in the movie. You look for it. There's a few. There's one throwaway line from Drax later on, right? Of just like, out of the way, dumber, smaller, new Groot or whatever he said. And it's like, still though, I don't know if that was enough. We digress. What is Rocket doing in this time? Uh, he's getting ready to set. He's setting up some music, Jack. Setting up the music. To which another funny exchange, because this movie's all about the comedy. It's true. Then guess what, though? The Beast is there. He arrives. They all have to start fighting him. And so then, in a brilliant twist your expectations on your head we follow baby Groot who's trying to put together the headphone jack into the yeah. thing finally gets so it fun. in then he just dances while hell breaks loose behind him <laughs> and dances. god damn and, if he's not the star of the well, show and then for the second time you get the freeze frame on guardians of the galaxy title sequence which is mm-hmm. awesome mm-hmm. Yes. it's great in the first movie great in the second and they yeah. do a great thing where then they rotate it yeah, slowly yeah. so they weren't following so his good. dances around and stuff Probably I, same I, with I love how much he fucks with those little rat things yeah yeah because they keep looking at him wrong <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so fun have you seen the clip of james gunn doing the mocap for for baby Groot? no no yeah no. when he the dancing is all james gunn doing that's awesome there's like running all his hands out james gunn the homie so gunny uh, and then everybody, everybody gets dropped in there through random things, and we get little funny things with them. Gamora right? says hi to cool. him. That was yeah, the best one. Gamora's like, you're going to get hurt. Be careful. And then he waves, and he's, she's like, hi. Yeah. So, I like, like, I like the throwback to the end of the first Guardians sure. movie, where Drax. every time Drax looks at him, he stops dancing. Yeah. It's cool. Eventually, we get through all this stuff. You know, he tries to eat a bug. Rocket makes him spit it out. Uh, then it's get, the speakers get destroyed, and we actually have to focus on the fight. Right. They take down this thing. He had, a, he had a, a scratch under his chin. Gamora runs up, jab, stabs down. Meanwhile, Drax is inside. <laughs> Again, more great Guardian stuff. If that doesn't make I sense, I single-handedly killed this thing by myself. Yeah, exactly. I, I, I want. Here's the thing. We'll get to where it ranks and why it's so sure. great and all that stuff later. But I appreciate the the line. I forget where I read or heard it from back in the day. But the fact that they for Guardians one wrote Drax and for Guardians two wrote Drax for Batista. Like they knew what they were doing. They knew yeah, what yeah. he excelled at and what his vibe of the character actually was. So that's why I feel like. He's so great in this Phenomenal. Film. Exactly, right? I do want to call it you the, the, the ingenious of that first scene where you're like, you're setting up a, a seemingly run-of-the-mill, okay, we're going to fight the CG monster thing. But instead of doing that, they're like, what would be more fun? Because no one really wants to see that, yeah, right? Yeah, no one cares a, about j- a random throwaway monster CG that we're just going to kill or whatever. 
And that's what I love about Guardians of the Galaxy in general is that it kind of sets up an expectation and then they go, okay, well, uh, option one is we give the audience what they've seen before. Option two is we we kind of have some creativity. What's option three? Like, what can we do that's totally, completely off the fucking wall random? And sticking with Baby Groot for the entire intro scene is so... It was such a fun choice. Totally. Well, it's also very quickly they established that the Guardians are, are a team. They've mm-hmm. been working together. They've been hired to stop this interdimensional beast from destroying these batteries or whatever. And then the whole time in the background, if you watch the background, there's an actual fight going oh, yeah. on. Yeah, yeah. Like a really good fight going on the entire time. And it's like, oh yeah, that's just kind of literally window dressing. This is the secondary him. action to the yeah. main guy yeah. in front of the camera. But so. it's also cool because it sets up a lot of the tech that's used in this as well. So they have yeah. like the they have the cool sure. rocket ships or things and I don't, know, I don't know if we see we don't Similar see the yeah. Oh no, we don't see the uh spacesuit until later. Yeah, yeah. Drax uses that movie, when he jumps though. out. Did we see that in the first movie? Yeah. Not the bubble spacesuit. Oh. I don't think we saw it in the first. The bubble thing? Yeah, the that saves Gamora. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah. When he, Wait, he, no, no, no. That's no. That was his ear thing. Yeah, that was different. Oh. That's not the same yeah. thing. No, no. I think that is the first time we saw the Correct. bubble. Correct. Cool concept. Uh, so they beat the monster. We get the thing that they're after this battery and they're really expensive. We see Rocket Pocket Zone. We go talk to the Sovereign's people, these gold people. Creepy as fuck. Annulax batteries. <laughs> Harvey dude, Larry uh, batteries. It's just so... God, dude. That's just humor that speaks to me <laughs> yes. on such a close <laughs> level. Far enough away. So dumb. The Sovereign people are assholes as predicted. Uh, well, the perfect. Yeah. Greg, the oh yeah, perfect. totally, totally, totally. They're designed totally. that way. Exactly. Uh, yeah, they've been raised this way, and then they all have their jobs. They want to get their hands dirty with this kind of thing. Peter Quill flirts with the one for a little bit, the queen or whatever, a high priestess, I believe. Uh, on the way out, Rocket shoots his mouth off. We do more of the wink joke. I like that a lot. Yeah. We reveal that he's stolen the batteries. We're into the Milano. We're off on the Milano. Oh, we got Nebula here, by the way, too. Nebula. Yeah, came the whole yeah. point what of the job was fucking to do the worst character Nebula. of the movie, Nebula. I really what character I in like, the MCU? I like Nebula. I like Nebula. Crazy. I like her too. You like Nebula. Like Nebula. What do you like, like about her. Nebula? I like. Well, now I like the, her whole journey in this one. Yep. Yeah. Of coming around and like actually being able to like have a meaningful I don't, conversation two with thumbs Gamora. Way down. I don't mind her motivations and yeah, yeah. I don't mind that stuff. I just like there were some really bad forced comedy parts on it. Like what? Where it's not right. The um, ripe thing. Dude, the, the ripe thing. Yeah, just great. Like, too too many jokes about that. No, too, too many, man. The ripe thing was so was one good. Part, like, but so having her do it, a character that I already don't like, even like again, I'm not saying that she's horrible. I'm saying I don't like this character sure. at all. Loves the payoff yeah. when she did it. She yeah. took the bite out so of it good. after all that time. It's like all right, she finally got it. She's so excited. I thought it was funny when Drax the first time was just like, it's not right, and I hate you. That's funny to me. When you go back well, that to was ripe the, jokes. That was the so, second time. What yeah, it was, what, yeah. it was when you go through so many damn but times. It was, kind of but like, that's how comedy works, is that it's not ripe. It's not ripe. And then she finally gets it and, he's, and yeah. she's like, fuck, it's not ripe. And, and it was yeah. just two. You don't understand comedy. Just, you just want YouTube videos about cat farts. Yeah. It's not true. Dude. <laughs> yeah, My biggest problem is like, I, I, I just feel don't like, like Nebula's entire <laughs> journey. I've the YouTube video about a cat I did not like Nebula in the first movie. Because she was a thug in the first movie. This movie, I actually liked that she had an arc. I feel like her arc was, it's so telegraphed. This whole movie deals with family and the theme but you can see that with, between everybody mm-hmm. and it's like oh well they're stepsisters or whatever so they need to have an issue and I felt like every single thing they did together I was just like ah, I cannot watch this. See I, I liked her story arc. I liked that story. I liked the dynamic between her and Gamora but I just for whatever reason they took the character from being that character in the first one was a lot more serious and in this it did well, this feel movie's, goofy. This yeah. movie I think we know I think this is again like they started to experiment. We've talked about it as we've right. gone right and I think this is more akin to what we'll probably get out of Ant-Man and the Wasp where it's like cool you understand what this is now. This yeah. is our comedy superhero franchise so yeah we can totally be Goofy yeah. from the get and not have to worry. Yeah, it's, it was just to me like they did that with Thor, 
but it felt like because there was so much time Ragnarok? between Thor and Thor Ragnarok well, okay. that yeah, like that I just feel like that transition kind of made sense. We'd seen Thor a bunch of times. We'd seen that character go from like kind of ridiculous to the more comic relief and a little bit more fleshed out. With Nebula, it's just weird. And maybe it's because we watched them so close in parallel. But Nebula, it's so weird to see her go from like that thug character to this weird like caricature of that. Well, um, and I also just feel like they didn't give her much fun shit to say. We didn't really see her much at all in the first Guardians yeah. movie. She was yeah, just kind of there we, in the we background. We knew that she was the antithesis of Gamora. We knew that she was like, we knew she had ominous purpose and we knew that she was, like everyone else was, I feel like they did a better job of uh, balancing the comedy with the the intensity uh, in the first one than they did in this one. This one had a lot of jokes for me that didn't hit, but a lot more jokes that did hit. So I think overall they were like, let's pack as many jokes in here as possible. Yeah, yeah. And when some don't hit, whatever. And I think a big reasoning for that is I feel like the characters make jokes in this movie, whereas the last movie, Drax was like, oh, it went over my head. Right. Oh, nothing nothing goes over my head. That was him being serious. It's just is funny. I feel like in this movie, Drax is making jokes. Drax yeah. is trying to be funny. And I feel like all the well, characters are. I, I, think and I think it works a lot of the time, mm-hmm. and I think it falls flat. Some but others. I think that that makes sense for the, the story. Like, in the first one, they were just four individuals together. <clears throat> now they're family. Now, exactly. They're family. They're friends. They like hanging out. You can tell certain people have relationships uh, with other people. And, they have a rapport. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah exactly. Mm-hmm. Like uh, Drax and uh, I just don't like her voice. Cool. I'll just and I'll stop it. The there. Weird <laughs> sort of okay. like that metallic echo kind of voice. Nebula. Oh, God, yes. I like it. Hate it, dude. I like it. I think she's a pill. What rude. are you taking? You're rude. Yeah. He likes to do Molly in the middle of these episodes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, <dude. laughs> he, he, he accidentally did it during Iron Man, and now every time he's got to do it to make sure his reviews are in the same boat. Spot on. So Play they beat it. They sovereign. They do this. They get the things. They're into the ship again. In the ship, there we get some of the funny stuff we're talking about, of course. With with, uh, the joke everybody loves. Fucking it's not ripe yet. My hands are cold. <laughs> yeah. uh, we also get, yeah, Drax talking to Peter Quill. And there's some funny lines mm-hmm. there, right, about Gamora. She doesn't dance. And, and Drax's nether region is becoming engorged. <laughs> Again, he was, he he's, was pathetic. he's still being very honest, right? He's, he's still doing the Drax thing of where he's not making a joke there. He does make jokes throughout the movie, mm-hmm. but, like, you know, he's doing his thing. Uh, everybody starts flying away. We're going to have a good time. Uh-oh. Sovereign fleets approaching from the rear. They're not happy. They're shooting. It's because Drax reveals it's because Rocket stole the batteries. Again, what you're talking about showing, or what Kevin was talking about showing, there's relationships and, you know, times passing growth of this family where Drax immediately gives it out. Rocket yells at him, and then Drax tries to cover, but he can't because yeah. he's so literal or whatever. Yeah. Right? Oh, I have no idea where they're from. <laughs> yeah. Fucking awesome or whatever. Uh, they're running. They're getting shot at. It's uh, like Galaga ships. Yeah. yeah. I thought those were really cool, them. by the really way. Cool. Yeah. I love the idea. Like, I didn't catch it until the second time viewing it that, like, the. The front of them is like an LED screen, yeah. Uh, and and then they cut to the interior of where they're all flying, and it looks like purposely looks like they're video games. Like these yeah. people are so it's got out like of a touch. sound effects. Yeah, as well. yeah, they're so out of touch with reality that they're just like, oh, this is like a game to them, even though real people's lives across the fucking yeah. you know, across space are, are at risk. Well, I love. I, love I hated them the first time I watched the movie, and what? like rewatching this. The spaceships, like, the, the people, the sovereign, well, and you're all supposed all to hate them. Yeah, like, no, I just disliked them as like oh. a, a, a plot wise. Like, I, I, I thought. Cool. I thought Guardians two the first time I watched it was just so much characters being thrown at you in different planets and stuff. I'm like, I, none of this makes sense. It I don't care. Is. It is. The there is a lot of stuff that I'm like, but it's good. But I enjoyed it a lot more this time. Right. So they all, we got a space shootout here. We're going. Then Peter and uh, Rocket start arguing about who can fly the ship. They're switching off. They they got to get to one of the jump points through a quantum go. asteroid yeah. field. That was cool, by the way. Yeah, real cool. Also, they throw Groot around too. Don't forget. Yeah, Groot's getting tossed around. Yeah, getting yeah. thrown around. Yeah, exactly. Uh, they fight over it. They're arguing. This leads to them getting shot by their own stupidity of arguing at each other. Uh, at this point, Batista. 
Drax runs back there, puts on the spacesuit you're talking about, tethers himself back there, kicks the fruit, fruit away. That's a very funny, and everybody agrees he's very funny. From Nebula, Everyone. she tries to eat it. It's not right. Wait, real quick. Also, I love like the fact that like they can make the kind of jokes where they're like, oh, we're about to enter enter uh, the quantum asteroid field, field yeah. and everything's just kind of flashing. And it just it's just so ridiculous. But so good. It's so cartoony. Yeah. 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 yeah, things are popping in, popping out, right. popping in. Popping I do like the little small detail, like four emergencies or for fun. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, they, yeah, yeah. Like that's yeah. such like a college dorm room thing to like write on in your first apartment. Like, yeah, yeah, it yeah, makes yeah. it. It's such a good like design, uh, little detail. It makes detail. feel lived in. Yeah, yeah. Batista so, jumping out of the ship was awesome. Though. Yeah, that so whole cool. that whole sequence is great. Gets out there, shoots the one ship that's still patrolling them. All the sovereign get mad at that one guy. Yeah, that's the best. Everyone like, else is already dead. Yeah, I was like, yeah, fuck you. I was the last one alive. I should get some points for that. They make it through the other side of the quantum field but guess what all the other sovereign ships just went around which seemed like a smarter <laughs> idea uh they're there they're, they start shooting at them but then everybody blows up except the guardians of the galaxy and they're like what why who knows what and then rocket looks out the window sees a little man on a little ship <laughs> waving at <laughs> riding so the ship yeah, 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 yeah. Red, if i'm not mistaken did he have like reins on the yep, ship yeah, and he's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. just like on the top of it fucking That's awesome so, so awesome. awesome they make the jump through the little hole uh, they come in too hard, crash landing. They're out of control as they go down. Uh, they get out. They all argue with each other over this. You know, Gamora is very much pointing out, hey, like, you know, so if you were thinking about what's between your ears instead of what's between your legs, it would have been fine. Drax also got bopped around a bunch of trees and stuff. That was fun. Enjoy Showing how powerful he was laughing. The yeah. Whole time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Drax is so great. Trash I, panda. Line. Yeah, trash panda. Line. Out, he was like, so much <laughs> what, Cap? Oh, I was saying Drax, like, at the end of, like, crashing. He was like, again, again, again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So well, Drax is like invulnerable, right? Like, that's the idea. Like, he's basically, he can't be killed. Well, so, yeah, there's something to it, right? He can get hurt. Well, there was also his face beat the there, there was talk too that in the first Guardians movie, when he fell into the the ooze and nowhere, like that gave him some kind of like power. Basically, he's involved. Oh, I didn't know. That. And so really? I don't know if that's true or not, but that was. I feel like that's a Marvel plays fast and loose with people. DM, yeah. DM James Gunn. I, that's go. a that's a big question, but it's one of the it's one of those that I felt like they were way more powerful in this movie than they were in Guardians. Yeah. Now, granted, they were fighting Ronan, so you don't really understand like how mm. much more it is. But like in this one, like I didn't get the sense in in the first Guardians that if Drax got smacked around by a bunch of trees and literally like plum plunged into the fucking ground, that he'd get up and be okay with it. But he literally got up and was like, "Ha oh, ha ha, that was fun." You're like, yeah. oh, okay. Also, later when Gamora picks up the gun off the yeah, ship, she's super it was strong. like, "Oh my god!" Like you're realizing the scale and stuff. Of yeah. these people. That also, cool when um, what's this? Uh, fuck. Peter. No, not Peter. When Gamora Rocket. goes to catch um, Nebula. Nebula. No, no, no. Off like right, right in the the ship. Who? Drax. Drax. Drax that's it. Yeah. Wolverine. Oh, oh. She when, grabs when, it? when yeah. she grabs him, like he weighs more than her. Like, wouldn't she get pulled off? Well, she's strong. Comic books, man. She's strong. All right, all right. I think there's. A, I don't, I don't understand space, but I think there are a lot of things they do in space that probably don't make sense. You're right. I'm also going to go on a limb and say, if I'm ever being dragged behind a ship and you're holding me, just let me go. No it's way, gonna be man. way less painful to just drop We're a family. and just smack around the streets. <laughs> but it was a good scene. It's fair. It's fair. Uh, big ship lands. Big old Kurt Russell steps out. It's Kurt Russell. He's got a mantis lady with him. Who will yeah. be named Mantis? Palm. What's her name? Palm Clementif? Yes. Yeah. Nailed it. Crushed it. <laughs> killed it. It is Palm. So I don't know. If it's That sounds right. Clementif. Yeah. yeah. She's awesome. He saved him because he is Peter Quill's father. He claims. And he'll tell us that story. But at some point in all of this, I forget where, we hopped over to go see what was happening with our Ravager friend, Yondu. Mm-hmm. Yondu, of course, on a sex planet with some sex bots. Looking, everything looking real hot. 
You know what what I mean? depressed. Putting his pants cold. on. Of course, he's, of course he's. Of course he's. But that, you know what I mean here. I spy Come on. It. You know what I'm saying, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's putting his pants back on because yeah. he had sex with a robot. Oh, yeah, he did. Yeah, she fuck yeah. She turned yeah, herself off, fuck. which I thought was weird. She turned herself off. Yeah, I was there. Yeah, she turned herself off. She's been, shot. She's she been used on. for her purpose. I mean, that's, I guess, what a sex robot would do. Just wait for the next guy. Somebody comes in and cleans it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm not a sex robot. Maybe it's self cleaning. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. an oven. Yeah, and then you yeah. get the Howard the Duck cameo too. Howard Can't the Duck. That? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Well, you can. All right, <laughs> 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 we'll see Weird. whatever ties back in anything. But Howard the Duck is there. That is correct, Jack. Good call. Uh, ties to Guardians movie. All of a sudden, guess what? That, well, that, remember the Irish dude uh, from Sons of Anarchy? Turns out he's been a ravager on Yondu's crew the whole time. Why didn't we see him in that movie the first time? I guess it was just a lot of things were happening. No big deal. Mm. He motions for Yondu to come down. Yondu comes down. Guess what? Sly Stallone, Miami. My second home is sitting there drinking, oh. drinking and having a good time. And Yandu comes over and tries to talk to him. Sly won't have it. He starts walking away, runs into the business owners like you. It's a hundred revenue No, we're not there yet. Oh. You lost the business in '99 by serving one. And then Yandu runs up, starts talking shit. Yeah. Then guess what? Michael Rosenbaum's there, but he's CG the entire time. You never <laughs> know. Friend what? of the show. Which one's he? He's the, the ice guy. guy. Yeah. Yeah. No shit. Yeah. That's dope. Is that ice? It's crystal. crystal. Okay. Crystal. All right. Just. I sorry. will say this. I made a mistake by saying there were no bad there were no bad wigs in this movie. But man, there were some bad hair plugs in this movie. God bless Sylvester Stallone. But whatever he's what? doing there just does not look You're right. Crazy. Just he's crazy. It it's space plugs. It's I different. It space plugs. Yeah. different yeah, stuff works did, it, did it look weird to anyone else? I didn't notice anything. I didn't wrong notice anything. Well, you have to stop he obsessing. Weird, <laughs> he has a weird hairline. You have a weird obsession. So uh Sly Stallone's like basically get out of here, bro. You broke the Ravager code. You may wear our colors and wear our little icon, but you are no longer Ravager and the fucking colors of Mount Vashia will not fly at your funeral. The horns won't sound or whatever. Whatever, like the, yeah. The Ravagers are, don't deal in kids. Exactly. Uh, they don't deal we don't know kids. that yet, though, right? This no, is your, what he says, right? Oh, does he? I thought yeah, he, yeah, he, said he broke the code kids. here. Okay, I thought that gets revealed later. Nothing is over. Nothing. Uh, and yeah, oh yeah, you're right. Yandu plays like he didn't know. He knew what he was fucking doing. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then, don't yeah, play it dumb. Ravengers walk off. They're like, well, you know, the, you know, the non-Yandu Ravagers walk off. Also, by the way, we cut over Taserface, who we'll meet later, not having enough enjoying this. He's mm-hmm. talking about how Yandu's gone soft. Right, right. Right. To which James Gunn, his brother, is like, why are you whispering? Then? Like, great point. Great point. Now, Such a good Gunn? line. That why you're whispering then? Yeah. yeah. Great call. Great call. Yeah. It's like when you talk shit around here. What do you mean? When you talk shit about Joey. We know, not me. I know you're talking to say it to me. Yeah. Every important. Joey problem you have, though, you're too afraid to say it to your face. What? You are a fucking yeah. coward. I text you. <laughs> I don't want to get into it. Uh, and then just when Yandu seems the most down on his luck, guess what? The, so- what? the golden lady of the sovereign people are there, and they've been, they've somehow, thousands of them snuck up on everybody. <laughs> yeah. Wherever's like, what's that? Because they're now 15 yards away when yeah. it was like all these gold people. Also, came. that carpet, they lined it up so, just perfect. Carpet's <laughs> perfect. Yeah, carpet's perfect. That. Carpet's perfect. And it does the thing where it gets stuck and they fix it, and it's funny. She wants uh, Yandu and his boys to go after the Guardians of the Galaxy, and Yandu's like, I'm in. We got this. We we'll jump back over now in the Greg Miller version to what's happening over there on the planet with the crash people. Uh, they're around a campfire. Uh, uh, Kurt Russell. He's trying to explain why he left. Andy, why he left? Uh, our our river lily. River lily. Yeah, there why he left our river lily? How he's Peter's dad. Uh, Peter's not really buying it. I was listening to Nebraska. Great, great, lo- great, very emotional line from Kurt Russell. Then followed by, "I got to take a whiz." I like that a lot. That was fun. He's also, funny. Gamora's not. She's she's like on his side. She's all like, "Hey." Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. The thing. Yeah. They get up and they go for a walk. Gamora and. Peter Quill. Before we leave the fire, I think this is where uh, Mantis asks if she can pet uh, the puppy. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, 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 and Drax is like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's awesome. It's a practical joke. I just made it up. 
God damn, Drax is great in this whole thing. Yeah. Uh, this is where he calls her ugly, I think, too, for the first time, maybe. Yeah. When he's eating the food. Hideous. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, yeah, like you're saying, Gamora on the side of this, like, no, let's investigate. <laughs> you have this photo of, or you have this newspaper clip out of David Hasselhoff. The Zardu, ha- Zardu Hasselfrau? Yeah, or yeah, 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 yeah. Something yeah. Like that. You had a magic bo- talking boat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> awesome stuff. Just fucking phenomenal. So good. Uh, and, she's, and then she has this really heartwarming line of, like, we'll just go with it and see if it's he's your father, and if not, we'll just kill him. Yeah. And, he's, and she's holding his hands, and then he, she pulls him away when she realizes she's getting too close. Unspoken thing. Dangerous. Ivory's still mad at Rocket, by the way, too. He's still a dick from the whole thing. Mm-hmm. He's still mean to everybody. He's a mean little trash man. You don't love me now. Yeah, yeah they're fucking so great. God, the soundtrack on this, let alone the usage of it. Slow mo. Uh, yeah, this is when they're leaving. Yeah, when Rocket's being even more mean to Peter Quill and they're all leaving. There are fucking 10 hero shots in this movie. Yes, and as I, there I should be. The slow mo walking to the so camera good. shot. I also love the way that they're like, we're going to leave Rocket behind to, to fix the ship, right? And they show him like spraying on. Or like you know whatever using Their whatever technology. that tool is to yeah. like fix the ship. I was like, that's fucking really cool. Because you would think to yourself, how is he gonna fix this ship out in the middle of nowhere? James Gunn tweeted about that. It was really cool. He tweeted he about say? that technology. Uh, like I, this was around the whole is Groot a baby? Sure. Or whatever the whole thing. Yeah. He he talked about how uh, that technology uh, could be used to. Not create ships, but just like do extensive repairs, and yeah. it's like this super expensive thing that they use. It's really cool. He was going like super inside baseball with yeah. the knowledge. It was nice. really cool. Uh, so yeah, they leave. They get on the Kurt Russell ship. They go up. Mantis puts Kurt Russell to sleep. That's her main power. She's or not her main power. That's what she. <laughs> that's what he keeps her around for. Yeah. Then we get a lot of exposition from her about what she is. That she's an empath, not a telepath. An empath. She can read your emotions at times, influence them, and then put her master to sleep or whatever. Uh, another great fucking thing. Of where Peter asks what the antennae are for, and uh, Drax is like, and the, "Yeah, we have a bet about it." And he, and, yeah, other if, than that. if it's anything other than decapitation, I win. And like that's yeah. what I was, and that's awesome. Uh, again, more funny stuff. She reads uh, Peter Quill. <laughs> Doorways. He finds out he, he he feels love, sexual love for Gamora. That's real funny. Drax laughs at that. They do it. Drax. Do he laughs. Yeah. He she walks over to grab Gamora. Gamora grabs her and says, "Nah, you know, you'll lose the hand or some yeah, shit like that." I feel like watching these movies like after seeing them a long time ago and not watching them right after knowing the trailers so well, it makes a lot of the jokes land better yeah. because it's like when you see the trailers, it's like you like that. I remember when that moment happened. I was like, eh, "I've seen it too many times for this to sure. be funny." But now in the context and it's been long enough that I'm like, "Man, imagine a world where we don't watch trailers." Yeah, how great that would be, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um. Yeah, that's that. That that's done there. Uh, Drax is put to sleep. Dying Joey's dying there. in the other room. Probably heard Kevin talking shit in here. <laughs> what uh, did I say about Joey? <laughs> not, I, Joey. I can't. I can't say it. I can't Man. say it in mixed Stop company. Stop coughing. There you go. All right. Now I'm talking shit. Okay. Uh oh, jo- oh the door slam. Uh Then yeah, we're so we're on the ship. That's happening. He's asleep. Uh, I don't know. Is anything else important happen on the ship? I don't know. I can remember. I don't think so. No, right? No, I think it's been cut back to. We're cutting back to the. We're cutting back from there back down to the fire. The fireplace. The fire uh, side. It's nighttime. Uh, you hear Rocket working and singing. They're humming along, bebopping around. Very, very good. And we see all of Yondu's Ravagers rolling up with flashlights. And they're gonna fuck. Also, real quick, I want to point out again. That's Rocket listening to the music. Like it's gonna keep coming back. Don't worry. Okay. 
Rocket's the, the one who loves he's the music. music guy. He's the music oh, guy. He's as Peter is, but is Rocket. Oh, so you, oh, so you pointed out in the front where he's trying to fix yeah, it. I see yeah. what you're saying. I see what you're saying. Mm. Um, he's bopping around listening to that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you're right. Because yeah, he asked, do you have any? Be bopping around. Be bopping around. And saying the guys walk in, and then pretty clearly as they're walking, guess what? Rocket's out there doing stuff, and we get just a fucking amazing scene. Fucking awesome scene. It's scary seeing them all kind of come in on these guys. You have that feeling of like, oh man, our boys are fucked. Yeah. And you see him run around in the skies and the trees. You're like, oh man. The way he moves they are fucked. So good. Yeah, he moves like a raccoon. Yeah, it's real good. But I mean, it's even it's like more monkey like. Yeah, it is sure. monkey like. He yeah. moves like a ninja. He's super sure. fast. up in those trees. Yeah, the tiny so woodland he, creature. He's electrocuting people. He's using fucking things to slam them up, slam them down. All of a sudden, <laughs> he's you know shooting people. When he's they catch him, and he jumps on. It's just one on or two on one. He jumps on the one guy, then jumps back to the other guy, beats yeah. the shit out of him. That's great. Lands and then you hear the whistle. Yandu's uh, arrow oh, comes crap. to his head. Yeah, exactly. Yandu shows up with all the Ravagers. They surround him. Uh, oh, by the way, over in the, the thing, uh, 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 Nebula Nebula was trying to convince Baby Groot to let her out because she had to go help him or whatever. Um, Again, Baby Groot, his face, the yeah, CG so they have in it, is, so there's good. so much emotion. Yeah, he's great. It's so he's fucking, fucking awesome. awesome. Uh, yeah, so Yandu and uh, Rat have a conversation. It's funny as usual as you expect. However, uh, Yandu reveals, I'm not, we're not taking you back. We're not going to kill the Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, we're not stupid enough to do that. We're just going to, you know, turn you in for this other bounty or whatever and get 25 or a quarter of a mill or whatever, to which starts this yeah, awesome conversation. Yeah, exactly. Take the batteries instead and sell those or whatever, uh, which starts a great conversation about what a, a quarter actually is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's just 25. 25. <laughs> I can't even buy boots for that. Uh, and then uh, while they're still arguing about this, Taserface steps up again. He's like, this is bullshit. You've gone soft. You're always defending Quill. It wasn't Taserface. It was the other one. It was his uh, James Gunn's brother. Nope. No, no, Taserface no. starts it, and he, then James Gunn's brother is like, I got to say this once. It's Craglin. right, Captain. You're it always right. taking care of Peter Quill. Craglin. Yeah. And they, okay. there's a standoff. A lot of guns get pulled up. Rocket's like, oh, man, you know, you can't solve this peacefully or violently with me over there, which yeah. is funny as hell. Yep. And, then, and then, boom, uh, out of nowhere. Yondu's mohawk shot off. He collapses. And guess what? Violent is all shit. Nebula's there. Shit. She shoots a Rocket after he curses. And the she entire says, world was convinced he was dead at that moment. Because really? he looked like he was dead. Oh, sure, yeah, yeah. Well, it's just another... It's, again, I don't understand what that uh, thing is. On I really? Head. People thought he was dead? If you just shot in the fucking head, dude got shot in the thing and just fucking fell oh, down. Oh, you're talking, oh, you're talking about uh, Yondu. Yeah. I didn't think he was dead. I yeah. just thought, like, Yondu oh, looked dead up. as fuck. He looked, you didn't he know he survived looked, that. He looked messed up. He looked totally messed up, especially even when we see him here in a little bit of the interrogation. I digress, though. She, does, she puts the cap on the video we always... The joke we've loved from the beginning. Eats it. It's not ripe. Spits it out. It's funny as so. hell. Funny as hell. She also has a weird, like, no. little claw Fucking thing, lame. too. Yeah, because she's, yeah, one of her hands has been yeah. fucked up from the beginning. So, yeah, that's happening. Well, because she got taken the off in Guardians movie, yeah. 1. Got stuck on the thing. Oh, right. Yeah, off. she ripped it out, right? Yeah, yeah, right. It's not right. every phase two movie. Get out of here. Yeah, arm. It's true. That's that was true. her. Um, so then, yeah, we're back over to Peter Quill and uh, in, in, in the, the team going to Ego's Planet. We roll up on Ego's Planet. It's just a CG fucking love fest of fucking flowers and crap. But it looks Beautiful. really cool. Yeah. Sure, no, it looks great, but I'm just like, where's the video games? Why would anyone want to live on this planet? It's some boring shit. Well, uh, they roll up, well, guess what? They have, like, fucking fountain and fake iron fish going in and out of it. All right, Ego, ego just make something something. You know, No, Mantis is there, too. And you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, she doesn't count, They though. should make something entertaining while they're there. She's That's a slave, though, so. Is she, she's a pet. She's a pet, pet. yeah. There's something, that says, there's something about these Marvel movies where I think we... We tend to want to talk shit about other movies when it's just a CG fucking fuck fest. But in these, it's like, it doesn't 
matter to me. I don't know. It's just it's great art design. Well, yeah, that's the thing is like the colors and the these feel like lived in planets and lived in worlds or or non lived in worlds. But that's the point. It's the the cosmic universe. Like if it looked like this on Earth, it would that be one thing. But this is the cosmic universe. Like okay, things are gonna look fucky here. I mean, that's like like nowhere was a giant skull. You know, it's like oh okay, that's a giant skull. Okay, that whatever. You can get away with that. You're in space now. Exactly. I don't know if you're in like Brooklyn. It's like okay, you can't make it look like that. I guess more like when we reviewed uh, Justice League and the bad guy. Oh, what, what was his name? Steppenwolf. And and Steppenwolf was like, as soon as we talked about that, Greg mentioned, yeah, CG bullshit. Yeah. But like, there's some, like, I don't. he didn't look good. Yeah. Right? And, the war, and where 100%. they were fighting was, was Earth, right? Like, yeah, it was, yeah, it was, was like in weird, yeah, like, like Russia yeah. somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I wonder if like, is it that it didn't look good or was it, was it you just not feeling the movie? You know, I wonder I, if that I mean, Yeah, no, no, totally. I think it's, I think there's a big part of, it just doesn't mesh with what we're seeing and what the world is. Sure. I think that's a big part of it, sure. Best decision that Marvel made is to make the cosmos this fucking zany, super colorful, 70s inspired, funny, colorful, yeah. like yeah. fucking acid yeah. trip. And you come because back to that They could have went too. the Green Lantern route like from before and it's like where space is this like kind of sterile, boring thing. Wait, yep. Do we miss the part where they go through those cool, like interdimensional That's portals? Yeah, it hasn't happened. And see Stanley. <laughs> no, that has not, not happened yet. That that huge spoilers. Thank you very much. I'm sorry, everybody who's listening to this. I know Jeez. so many of you listen to this just to hear the plot <laughs> as it should be told. But Nick has this moment where he just looked Greg right down. He's trying to catch up and think, like, how mad am I at this? <laughs> <laughs> should I be mad? <laughs> no, I was trying to figure out anger level rising. I was trying to figure out the genius of Greg's joke there, where he's literally alluded to the fact that people listen to this podcast instead of watching the movie. Yeah. I have it on good faith, genius, and and knowledge that I've read <laughs> on subreddits that there are many people who have never watched a Marvel movie but have listened to every one of these and feel so confident they're going into Infinity War, smart. ready to fucking rock. Well, smart, well, especially honestly, since most of these job. are longer than the actual movies. It's sure. a really great. Well, maybe if somebody didn't sidetrack me all the time trying to shove fucking easter eggs in that didn't Whoa. happen yet you know what I mean maybe if I didn't talk about fucking abs all the time maybe if we just focus on what people care about oh. ragu bag <laughs> <and we're just laughs> we missed the part where he has to change shirts into the weird like Japanese writing shirt you're right and, and ladies and gentlemen happened. Andy give it to me were they grown grown in labs now it's time to rank those abs now, a lot of people say listen Chris Pratt Guardians of the Galaxy 1 has that great scene where he turns around all pissed off covered it's in the red stuff jacked orange. out of his mind orange stuff jacked out of his mind look great as you all know he ranks very highly on the rank to ab scale in that movie I believe he's number 3 if not number 4 one day I'll actually write all these down right. he looks even better if not as good in what? this movie as he did in the first no one, way. he's tied with himself. And Nick Greg Miller, I'm no sorry way. from kind of funny. Uh, Greg Miller from the from the pit there. Uh, the question for you, I would yeah. have is, in your professional opinion, am I allowed to call him thick? T H I C C here, because I feel like in Guardians One he had more of that V body shape he's where you're like, like oh he's mm-hmm. lean, and he, here he's like he's gonna fuck Adam Driver's world up. If you go back and look at the which I did prior to this, if you go back and look at his ab definition. In Guardians 1 versus Guardians 2, I believe he's a little bit more defined in the first one. Now, that could be because of weight cutting, right? He could have dehydrated himself to get that really good definition. I, myself, would have implored that trick as well. In this one, I feel like he maybe <laughs> didn't go that hardcore because it was just that one second of like, look, I'm already solidified as, as a superstar here. I don't necessarily need to be looking emaciated with my abs unbelievably defined. But I do think he had the same level of girth in the first one they did in this one. I think it just came down to dehydration. Thank you, sir. It's a good episode. Mm. R- uh, rate, Did rank, rank our abs. A, there, so the official ranking is tied. You know, first I want time. I'll, I'll give him a nudge. Guardians one a little bit better. Okay, thank Guardians you. I'll appreciate, appreciate it. Rank this podcast on uh, on iTunes and Spotify. There you go. Back to the plot. 
So they go into Ego's little uh, museum house or whatever, and he walks us through a very nice diorama of mm-hmm. his whole thing. And that he, guess what? He was just a brain that woke up in space, and over many a millennia, he just fucking made things on top of himself. Then he decided, you know what? I've never seen a human, but they apparently are the fucking apex of humanity and everything in the world. So that's what I'll make. And I'll somehow know them, and I'll know he needs a penis, and is is entire. It's very confusing. I hope one day we find out. And I'm sure somebody knows. I'm sure it's already out there in the comics of how was Ego's brain teleported from space well, and time? Well, this whole story is very loosely yeah. adapted from the comics. Ego's not his dad in the comics. Sure. At all. So he doesn't really need a human form. I do want to give right. a shout out to the diorama as they walk through. The actual like cool way stuff. they animated or really yeah, cool. the way they rendered those is super glossy and super reflective. Yeah. I thought it was a really fun choice. Yeah. So we go through there and we see uh, Kurt Russell canoodling with who, Andy? My our little girl, our river, lily. our river, lily. Andy's That's little right. girl, Selena. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, we get the whole story there of what's happening. You know, he was this brain. He's a thing. He goes out there, found love. Her, congratulations. Had to come back here. And then yeah, Chris Pratt there asked him a question like, "Well, then why'd you leave?" We get a hard cut. We're back over to the Yondu Ravager ship. Where hey. Remember when they introduced the Sons of Anarchy guy and they were like, he's going to be a main, he's dead here. We're going to toss him into space. And I'll tell you what. That was a hard scene. I'll tell you what, Kev. Tough scene. Kev? Yep. That's time for my favorite podcast within a podcast within a podcast. Science with Kev. Hit the song, Andy. Science, science, science with Kev. What would really happen if you toss the. You could do so uninspired. That was fucking (laughs) abysmal. That was so sad. What would happen if you toss a human body into space? Like, would it freeze instantaneously? All these people in space take longer to freeze than I'd expect. And I'm basing it all on that one movie with Gary Sinise where they went to Mars. And remember, Tim Robbins was going too far away and he took Mm -hmm. off his helmet and he went, like, immediately. Yeah, no, you would freeze. I I mean, I. But how slow or fast? uh, If. I always thought you would ex- uh, you would boil. I thought I thought you you'd don't blood, the pressure boil. would come you know, out. It's not like uh, total recall. I thought you implode. You don't you don't implode. You don't boil. <laughs> like one of those. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought, you're, I thought you the whole die in like was eleven seconds. Eleven seconds. I, I believe that's, oh, that's doctor, what it is. Oh, doctor, that's too long. I don't like that. Yeah. I like to imagine it's, it's suffocation. Like, that's enough. Yeah. To you got no hope. air. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> don't figure this out. Oh, this sucks. And also, this is real painful. The vacuum of space. Very, very cold. Yeah. Here's yeah, my next question. Real quick. Unless you're for by science a sun. Unless with Kev. You're by a sun. My next question was okay, for yeah. science with Kev is how do we know any of this? Has it, we've never walked a man out there, right? We or, actually used to take I mean, not, Yeah, but like <laughs> they understand <laughs> how like the science behind it. I'm just saying, people say wear sunscreen all the time. You don't really need to. Okay, not that's true. not true. Cancer not a real At thing. All. Thanks for listening to Science, Science, Science with Kev. Wear sunscreen. <laughs> so they threw him out there, and they throw out a bunch of other guys. They're just fucking killing all the ra- Yondu well, Ravagers. They throw line. him out, and then the camera kind of goes oh, around, yeah, and you yeah, see yeah. there's a bunch of dead bodies. Right, right, right. Just mutiny. Yondu it's a mutiny, everybody. And they, they make it very clear that it's Yondu's fault. Like yeah. All these people oh, are yeah, dead because yeah. of Yondu. Yeah, Yondu's there. Taserface is there. Uh, uh, Taserface getting ready to Taser kill. Face? Getting ready to kill Yondu. Reveals his name as Taserface. Rocket the Raccoon has a good laugh wow. at this. Taserface comes over there, starts threatening him, and through some witty banter, eventually turns all the Ravagers against his stupid name of Taserface. Now, here's here's an example of a joke too far. Mm-hmm. The Taserface joke, not funny to begin with. What? Let's run that into the ground into the, the entire fucking movie. Ground. No, see, for me, the Taserface thing, it's funny, not funny, 
funny again. Yep. They, they no. go far yeah, enough they where come it comes back around. back around to it. To me, it's a fake laughing Bradley Cooper trying the best to do that bad. It's, Rocket, I love, but he's so hit or miss with me in these movies. Well, I think where, like, he just starts laughing. Like, crazy. I, I didn't love it's the crazy. leg thing in the first movie where it was like, he's like What? Ha, ha, you didn't ha, ha, love the leg thing in the first movie? Oh, so good. It's just that so was forced. so it's, good. It's like when Wong laughs at the end of uh, No, uh, that, uh, was, that was properly forced. I think that taking the leg was funny, but I agree with you. Him laughing, it takes away from it. Well, I think he's going over the top to to basically with like pull him away from Yondu. He's like trying to distract the guy, like trying to piss him off because that's all Rocket knows. Like Rocket knows when he gets someone off kilter, that's when he can attack. I I disagree because because I feel like the the taser face joke. Eventually, we see the sovereign person laugh as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's just like all right, but the sovereign part. But that was funny just because it came out of nowhere and it was like all right, that's a natural response. It's so forced to a name. It's cringeworthy. That Stupid, joke is like so taser, fucking cringeworthy. Taser in that movie. I enjoyed the yeah. walk through it again in this crazy universe. I don't. I agree with you that I, yeah, I think they they weren't natural reactions, but overall, I enjoyed it. Just but I, I thought, think haven't we always had um, Rocket have weird laughs where yes. it's like that's not a real laugh, Rocket, and he's like, hey, it's real. It's yeah. it's one, one of those things for me like where a lot of the humor in the first one didn't hit for me because of that. What? Where like a lot of the dynamic between the group and the and like the quote unquote this is supposed to sound improvisational just didn't work for me largely because it's all clearly CG and not the performances that were in there. So I think Bradley Cooper going back, I think he looks brighter. great performance as Rocket, love him as Rocket. But going back, I just feel like the the humor doesn't mix well because you don't actually get the reality of the cast mm, talking, talking to talking each other. other. Yeah. Yeah, 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 you don't get. Um, there was a few things too with CG where yeah, Batista's eyes don't like line up with really what he's looking at. I'm like, oh, that sucks. It you know just, I mean? you know, it's like terrible, but it just does take away a little bit of the reality or the uh, suspension of disbelief. Yeah, for me, again, this is a criticism of one out of the like one joke that for me didn't work out of the 80 jokes they had. Out of literally yeah. probably 300 yeah. jokes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so uh, taser face, then what happens? Uh, they are, they, like, I'm going to kill you now, raccoon. No, you won't. Nebula stops it. Everybody go to bed. And she's like, oh, yeah, you know. Enough killing for today. Yeah, and they're can't, like, oh, I remember can't, you can't kill be, the raccoon because the sovereign wants You fucking be crazy. Can you, can you, you say that? Andy, go. What's the line? Can't kill the raccoon because the sovereign wants them. <clears throat> uh, can we? Science, science, yeah. science with Kevin. Can't kill the sovereign because of uh, wait. Can't kill the. And they're like, I remember <laughs> when you were a hardcore mercenary, and she's like, that's when Danny was paying the Can't bills. kill the raccoon. Uh, and so they're they're not gonna kill her. They're gonna get the money. Then we go back to Ego's planet where it's more time between Dad and Quail explaining what happened here. Like he had to leave because he needs to come back because his powers need to be refreshed off of this thing. You don't understand, Peter. You have these powers too. We put your hands like this. Let's make some balls. They made a ball. They throw it around. <laughs> it's it's great very scene. much they're playing it's, catch. Yeah. Which earlier he talked to Gamora about. about saying, yeah, like, Dave, oh, David Hasselhoff. Yeah, watching other watching other people play with their dads. Yeah. Dude, yeah, but like yeah. that, the them playing catch. I haven't seen such a great scene since like Rocky, what two or three? The one where they're running and playing in the water. Yeah, it's yeah. the chemistry. So it good. was so appropriately <laughs> cheesy. Yeah, yeah. Like, like the pan yeah. up and the music and their giant. It wasn't grins. a while until you like. I remember in the theater. Once you start realizing, oh, they're a they're dad and a son yeah. like throwing a ball around, yeah. like this is fucking hilarious. But before that, go back to the point when Peter makes the fire in his hands mm-hmm. and watch Kurt Russell's reaction, watch Ego's reaction to it because he freaks the fuck out. Yeah, he's been trying. Yes, yeah, for yeah. so Which long. Which makes he's so like, much sense on another yeah, viewing or yeah. yeah knowing so this anyway, and that's a really point. cool moment because that's really the point where it's like it's gonna go one of two ways, and like it went positive sure. for it right there. So. Now I left out something important that I want to give a shout out to the world building of Guardians of the Galaxy, right? And I think maybe I'm maybe I'm right on time, maybe I'm not. But if you remember in Guardians One, 
we were all like, oh man, and then they got suits from the Ravagers, like it made it easily. And somebody mentioned the fact that they have a tailor on staff yep. as a Ravager. Yep. And, and they Kevin brought that up that. with when they were like, what do we do with Gro- the baby Groot guy? And they're like, he's too adorable to kill. Make take him and turn him into a mascot. And they made him in the mascot and put him in a little Rav- Ravager outfit. Take him to the tailor. Yeah, yeah exactly. Each. Great and stuff there. Boy, was that adorable and then immediately so depressing. So yeah. fucked up, and man. Just beating the shit Not out of him. Not okay. Yeah. Pouring alcohol on him. And then yeah. he looks so sad. Yeah. But then they just let him walk free. <laughs> just yeah. walk yeah, that was weird. That's but weird. I guess they were just fucking with him. I, I, I read that as like they were drunk and fucking tired. Yeah, and just yeah, like yeah. No, also, no one was responsible. Well, yeah, even no one thinks they, that he can do anything. He's a tiny little creature. I'm sure that even if they put him in the cage, he'd still be able to get out. Like in He's the little, because they had him in a little bird cage. Yeah, at one he point. is a son of a bitch. Yeah. That's a good point, Tim. Uh, we man. talked over and somewhere in here, Rocket and Yondu having son a little heart to heart in their cell. <laughs> where right. we're not there yet for the full reveal, right? But it's very much like God. Oh, I kept Quill for different reasons than him being small and thieving, right. and also like you're a dick Definitely. for different reasons, raccoon. Uh, but eventually, yeah, we have a little baby Groot walk by. To which Yondu and Rocket, again, in a very comical scene, want him to go get the fin. Here's an example of a joke that did work for me. Oh, my God. Where they set it up. And then it comes back with underwear. He's <laughs> like, that's my underwear. <laughs> I, like, I, will never, I will never forget how hard Kevin and I were laughing Dude, in the it, theater. Like, it was like, uncontrollable. Yeah, it when was. he comes that's back holding the little toe, me and <laughs> Andy, <laughs> we were done. We have a room full of severed toes in here. Let's not talk about this. <laughs> it's so For me, it's when he's dragging the giant fucking desk over. Yeah. It's like, yeah. and like dragging yeah. it across floors. Like, but like, even awesome. they did such a great job with animation because when he He's holding the little animal. He like the the way that the, the animators rat. were to emote his face, and he's like smiling, yeah. like "Hey, you proud?" Like it's just so goddamn so good. So and this good. this is a joke that kept going, and I expected to get tired of it, and I just I didn't. Like it was funnier and funnier every time. They chose the right things. Boy, yeah. yeah, yeah. It was great. It was really, really well done. And the hat thing too. And he, <laughs> yeah. uh, he had the thing he's he like, put it really, on his head. Yeah. And then he has a conversation like, about wait, hats. That's why yeah. you're scared of hats. You don't like you don't. scared of people's heads. But it makes perfect sense, like knowing Groot and like you know yeah. he's not too smart. Wow, that was so funny. you think their head? Yeah, you think they might, they might have a weird shaped head or whatever, but really they're just wearing a hat. <laughs> <laughs> So he's good. like, he thinks you want to wear his hat. It's so cute. <laughs> so eventually he brings back the fin. Well, he doesn't actually. He comes back with something else, and then James Gunn brother shows up with the fin. Crack to toss it in there. That's what you want. You know, you know, he's going to keep wrong. calling him James Gunn. Oh, kill, yeah, I commit to names. I'm going to keep once calling him. Once I've given that's fine. Like that's, Killmonger, it's, it's Michael B. Jordan. Yeah. Yeah. Of course Eric it's Michael Killmonger. B. Jordan. MBJ. Uh, Scarlet Witch can be Scarlet uh, Johansson, Black or it can be Black Widow, or it can be Scarlet Witch. That would be Olsen. But I use them interchangeably, so just stay on your toes. Uh, yeah, and he like uh, he, it's a mistake he knows now. James Gunn's brother, he gives him the thing. He's very sad about it, you know. He, but then they do the Ravager salute. Everybody's back on the same page. Yay! I left out the part Top earlier when they gave mm. no uh, Nebula a ship and sent her her on her way. Another great scene where she gives like this really. What are you gonna do with your money? <laughs> what are you gonna do with your share? Uh, and she just gives this fucking crazy ass thing about how she's gonna kill Thanos. That wasn't that wasn't the Milano she took, was it? No, no that no. Milano's dead at this point. Okay, Milano took it though no, when it came. Flying yeah, it was in, same but. kind of style. But it's not dead. It's probably just sitting somewhere. What's well, on that? Planet. I mean, it's on it's that on planet, planet, completely Got fucked it, up, still right, getting pasted. Right, yeah. uh, was it the Milano? It wasn't the Milano. It for sure wasn't the Milano. It was like a blue Milano. The Milano. It was no. What is the, the no, one Milano is it's like orange. Yeah. Blue, and orange. Yeah. orange. blue yeah. and orange. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess technically maybe it could have been, but it, I don't think it was. I don't. I, don't it, it, I think it was the same kind of ship, 
We're just there's yeah. a lot of jumps there because I, I doubt Rocky didn't finish fixing the Milano. Right, right, right. right. But the Ravager may have bring the Milano they for have scrap. It yeah, yeah. And then they fixed it. I don't think I don't think it was the Milano. I don't think it was the Milano's Milano's whereabouts either. currently unknown. And if I was a betting man, I bet it's never shown up again. I found that tweet, by Ever? the way, from James Gunn. Lay, lay the tweet on me, Andy Cortez. Somebody asked, did Rocket create the repair tool he uses on the Milano, or was it a standard tool? Thanks. And he replied, he didn't invent it, but it's expensive. He keeps the entire ship. It keeps the entire ship in its memory and can recreate all of it or just the damaged parts. Similar to an incredibly sophisticated 3D printer, it takes expertise, time, and patience to employ. Mm, mm, That's mm. wild. Just making shit up, James Gunn. Of course. Yeah, good for him. That's awesome. <laughs> Jedi uh, can shoot so, lightning. So we'll yeah. jump off of here then. So Peter Quill knows he can make balls now on demand. Uh, he <laughs> has a conversation with Gamora. They, he, they dance a little bit. Everything seems like it's going real well. They finally address the elephant in the room of their Sam and Diane situation from Cheers. Mm. And then it quickly devolves as he wants to believe in his dad. She thinks something else is going on. She had already seen this conversation between Drax and Mantis that got cut off early. The, the um, unspoken thing. I love that. It's great. That was that's an example of something that comes back throughout the movie that I really. Yeah, enjoy. yeah, totally. Well, well, this this sitcom. They might. You know, I just love that. Like, get zero ratings because no one watches. Unspoken. I don't know what cheers is. <laughs> 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 well, is, is, is if you're scene? saying it's an unspoken thing, then you're speaking it. <laughs> is this the scene where they dance a little bit? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. On like the balcony or whatever. She leaves in a huff, angry. Uh, Peter Quill stays there, disheartened. Uh, this is where Nebula comes in in the ship that may or may, may oh, not be the Milano. I'm I'm, be I'm betting it is not, and shoots the shit out of North so by Northwest. You very seen much that movie. Right. Yes, this yeah, is it clearly inspired happens. by this. Yeah, yeah. They run. She's crazy. It's dumb. She goes into the cave with the ship. Yeah. So cool. Yeah, Nebula yeah, just, just there to, to uh, kill her, like trying to get through the ship to yeah. beat her finally in combat. Uh. G Gamora bests her as she would hat leaves her there and uh, the thing starts on fire could easily leave her sister there to die refuses to do so jumps down there gets her out pulls her out explosions all sorts of shit lays there exhausted next to her and then Nebula jumps on top or starts to fight again and Gamora is like are you kidding me yeah. <laughs> another kidding? great scene for this universe in this movie uh, uh, you know she has her chance uh, Nebula to kill Gamora chooses not to throws the knife down Admits that she, you, I, you, I beat you. They argue about the beating for a little bit, but basically the fact of like I always just wanted a sister. You, I don't, you know, you know, you knew Thanos was uh, torturing me and rebuilding me every time you beat me, but you mm -hmm. never relented, and that's fucked up. And Gamora, for the first time, kind of sees that. Like, like, my mm, bad. Yeah. Oh, I kind of made this situation on my own, even though I don't want no robot eye or anything. Yeah. Um. Let's jump back over. Or oh, weird voice. Yeah. It's kind of sexy though, right? No. Yeah. No? That it's was not. the whole point of it. A little bit. Robot hot. Uh, we, let's jump back over then to, uh, where do we want to go Wait, can here? we really quick, um, can I put, I want to give shout outs to the moment that Mantis and uh, Drax are sitting together. Uh, kind yeah. of yeah, looking yeah. at that beautiful yeah. like, sunset. And where he mentions his wife, right? His daughter. Or his daughter. His yeah, daughter. yeah, yeah. And, and she, she touches like, him and gets him. the sadness yeah. and cries. Yeah, that like, was awesome. What, what a fucking, you know how much, it's a, such a yeah. great way of showing what Drax carries with him all the yeah. time. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I also love the scene. I think this is somewhere around there where, well, I think after this we go back to the ship, right? And he's got the yep. new thing on his head. And it's that fucking awesome oh scene. Yeah, it's just so wrecks everyone. Fucking such great I think action. It is my most underrated scene in the MCU because mm -hmm. I didn't remember it at all. That's crazy. And like oh, I, really? I remember it happened, but like I don't remember it being a standout. Rewatching this, I'm like, this is one of the best scenes in the. What scene? It's it's when the, Michael and Rooker it, when Michael Rooker's everyone. fucking. 
Oh, rock is fucking going nuts. <laughs> yeah, that is that. Oh, God. Yeah, yes, it, 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 they just improved upon what what they kind of did in part one when they're just out in the field. But this yeah. is like so well choreographed and like slow mo. I love the so shot of Rocket fucking shooting around with Groot in his shoulder. Like the switch from the first movie, the, yeah. the, the shot where it's in the hallway and it hits the light, and then it's just yeah, the, yeah. The, the, the tail like going yeah, through yeah. everyone, oh, and then you just so see countless bodies falling. Yeah. It's like this doesn't even make sense. But who I, gives a fuck? It's awesome. Hold it against Why it. Is slow mo. So like, cool. it's, it's one of those things, that, and this is one of the reasons why I hold this movie in pretty high esteem. Is that I I love Michael Rooker, and I I do you, you, you went into this not expecting yep. for him to steal the show. Yeah, yeah and yeah. right around this part, you're like, oh. I really, I'm really liking this character, yeah. and this guy's a lot more deep, and this, they flesh this character out so much more than I expected to have happen. And you start to like it's, it's just a very well done uh, story arc where it just Hell flips yeah. in your brain. Where you're like, oh shit, he's a good guy, and he's mm-hmm. one of the team now. And like, yeah, fuck man, he's actually a pretty solid guy. Yeah, watching him he's and Rocket mistakes, be there, but... you know what I mean, and do this and kill all those guys yeah. and get off, and then I'm just mashing it up or whatever. Taserface call, uh, you know, they kill everybody. Taserface is an explosion. Uh, Taserface calls to the Sovereign, lets them know the Guardians' uh, exact location so they can right. get on them. Meanwhile, uh, James up. Gunn's brother. Oh yeah. Oh, he's going to launch the ship. That's right. The other side of the ship. Is that what you're saying? Well, I'm saying they push off with uh, Yondu. Right. We missed the part where they found all the bodies after they were well, fighting. I, I was oh, telling yeah, this yeah. thread of that part. Okay. Yeah, but I'm it it all hits at the yeah. same time. Exactly. Like, Everyone comes to the realization like identical times. Right. So, they, yeah. Uh, Kraglin. I was just fucking giving. Hey. Hey, you did it. You did it. No, Kraglin. Dude, don't let him beat you. It's okay. Kraglin, <laughs> Groot, James Gunn's brother, Rocket. They all go off in the thing. And that's when they're going to do the jump. Well, this is where they have the Yondu yells at they, they yell at each other. They yell at each other right here, or is it when oh. they get there? They yell again, they, and it's revealed, of course, that it's it, when they get there. Is it? Yeah, Fine. they're gonna do the crazy. Oh, you're right. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. They're gonna do the jumps. They only can do what is it? Six at 15. a time safely. 15. 15. 15. But yeah. instead, they're gonna do 700. Yeah. And so they shoot face through. They start getting all the story. That's hilarious. Still hilarious. Still hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. Meanwhile, then back on Ego's planet. Uh, he's taking Peter Quill downstairs and is telling him the in real that shit jump now. scene though. That, is that where we see the? We sanity? come back to the jump scene. We can tell the jump scene all the way through now yeah. if you want. I, uh, just because there's the two cameos. Sure, in there. go ahead. One, you see the the Korg looking dude, Korg from Thor Ragnarok. Mm-hmm. You see people of his species, the Cronin so- soldiers, oh, rock or whatever. dudes. Fight, yeah, the rock warriors fighting uh, on a planet, and then you also see Stan Lee yeah, uh, hanging out with the Watchers, awesome. talking. Which, hands down, in my opinion, best. Cameo of that was a federal that gives such context to him as a character, and that's so fucking cool. And for people that don't know, the Watchers are one of the oldest species in the universe and are committed to observing and compiling knowledge on all aspects of the universe with a policy of total non interference. Uh, so that makes a lot of sense for Stan Lee to be a watcher somehow. Is he a watcher or is he just working with the watcher? I don't know, they haven't confirmed, yeah. But either way, I like the idea that he like he just kind of exists on a different plane than everyone else. I love that. That That was super fucking cool. Uh, so they they do all this, they were just gonna finish this thread they warp all around everything's happening they get back they get outside of ego's planet that's when the conversation between yondu and Craglin is your saying throws up yeah oh god yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Holy Fuck, shit, right that, that was, was hilarious funny. that was hilarious it was hilarious so goddamn funny yeah i'm gonna simplify the joke i was gonna do is where i was gonna call somebody else Craglin every time but i have a feeling it's just gonna get too complicated uh, so uh they get there and uh yondu and Ro- rocket have the conversation where they're saying they push people away all these different things but it's not about <laughs> pushing people away and you be, be better kind of thing you're me yeah exactly. you're yeah, me yeah, yeah. great awesome. stuff great stuff again making yondu so great so that's happening also yeah. at the same time you've got uh 
Mantis finds uh, uh, Drax. Mm-hmm. She's like, I have to tell you something. Yeah, yeah. And he has and a then, great thing of like, yeah, I don't find you attractive. And he yeah, starts yeah, getting yeah. in oh, bed or whatever. Yeah. 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 And then, uh, then you got Gamora and Nebula underneath the ground. They yeah. find all the skulls and the bodies t- 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 ticking off for us. And then you've got uh, you've got Peter, uh, Peter and uh, Ego. So much and he's family. Telling him the real story of what's right, going right, on. right, right. And he does the thing where he possesses his mind, he gives him the, the stars in his eyes, cool or whatever. shows him eternity. eternity yeah, which is a character from the comics. Yeah, it's beautiful. And then he reveals the whole plan that yeah, he's been going around fucking all sorts of aliens trying to get them to do this because he wants to make the remake the whole universe in his image and put the black stuff all over all the planets however he can't do it on his own but if he had two celestials now we're talking and he felt really bad for putting that tumor in your mom's oh, brain what and a moment what that's breaks Peter Quill and I loved it immediately not even a question yeah, such, yeah, such an awesome moment in that movie it's probably one of my favorite moments of just like it's it hit me so hard in the theater. Like I felt the goosebumps. And it's like, oh fuck this! Damn, that's how she had. Like it's just awesome. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. that brings that, it all together. That turn where he just like immediately like, yep, you're dead. Yeah, there's yeah. no more like, exposition. You don't get to monologue. We're yeah, gonna yeah. Shoot, 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 shoot. Yeah. So good. But of course, can't turns. kill him like that. So he's just gonna use him as battery. Stabs him with the light. Isn't that where he turns into David Hasselhoff? Yes. Yeah. Sorry, oh, so I tried to take the form that I thought would be like best appealing to you, and it's and he seems like that's why he has the hair. Yeah, <laughs> it's great. So good. Yeah. Uh, once he stabs him, the, everything lights up. Oh, back we shoot back down to Earth, Missouri. What up, Mizzou? Go there if you want to. The new Dairy college. Queen, now. new Dairy Queen, of course. Yeah, and that's where it fucking immediately gets destroyed <laughs> by yeah. all the black shit that mm-hmm. Ego spits out of his little dragon fruit. This is jumping around a little bit, but it is the same scene Man, here. I mean, man. Uh, when Ego turns on his seedling pods on the planets, he's marked out to take over. The one he left in Missouri starts to envelop some of Peter Quill's hometown streets, and it narrowly avoids crushing a car as he's killed and his powers are stopped. If you look closely, you'll see that in the car it's carrying Peter Quill's grandfather. Played by Greg Henry. Oh, so fuck. That's it's awesome. Like the car's like skidding movie. on his nose. Oh, nice. I didn't notice that was him. And uh, other people are there, including Jim Gunn Sr. and Leota Gunn, parents of James and Sean Very Gunn. awesome. Look at Any that. Any DQ Easter eggs? Uh, no DQ stuff for You can me. see that there was a sale in the store on the Butterfinger Blizzard. Yeah. Uh, the Butterfinger Blizzard, nice tidbit. Not available in that region of Missouri. Uh, yeah. What a bunch of bullshit. Yeah. Fucking James Gunn. Do you know yeah. the Does James Gunn dog appear in this one? Because he's appeared in like all his other movies. Yes, he, he does. does. I don't remember where. There's okay. a lot of stuff where it starts. There's so much comic things and like random shit. I'm like, I can't fucking yeah. keep going with this. Uh, so yeah, that's happening up there. Uh, Yondu and Rocket are gonna go down in the ship. Groot too, obviously, go down in a little mining ship while uh, James Gunn's brother hangs out up stop up top. And, and that's uh, when we get the fucking dope ass reveal of the Ego Planet. Seeing it and you see the face like comic accurate yeah. that nobody yeah, yeah. thought they were actually gonna do and it was fucking cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They go down there. Uh, Peter Quill's still in the battery, but he just uses the power of positivity to get out. No, no, it's the uh, the ship comes blasting through right, 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 the right, cathedral right, right. and right into uh, yeah, ego. right on top of ego. And then everybody kind of unifies, right? We all get yeah. Everyone coming. shows up at the same time. Yeah, when that yeah, happens. yeah. Uh, so now it's time to fight ego and do all these different things. They got to put the bomb. On. They're gonna they're gonna blow up the, from the core because Mantis knows about this. The brain down there and all the chest. Uh, so they break into teams to go do that shit. Well, they have the old ship or whatever. They all go down to the old ship. Uh, they get down there on the way. This is when the Sovereigns showed up. We've seen them before because uh, 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 James Gunn's brother was eating soup up there. And, uh, soup, I love soup. the laser technology, that, by the way, on those. Oh, sure. Those balls that yeah. It's so cool creative. Yeah, yeah. So they're down there. Sovereign shows up. All hell breaks loose. Some people fall out. Some people stay in the thing. Uh, 
then we're into multiplane of action here. You know what I mean? Where they're like, all right, well, we'll put baby Groot's got to put the bomb in there. We're gonna put the bomb in the on the brain, but the holes are too tight. We gotta do that shit. Uh, they're still running around lasering people up here. Uh, Mantis has got to put him put him to sleep by touching the vein, the little veiny dick he got going on there. Mm-hmm. Might have already done it by this point. That's, like, that's actually right. afterwards because the ship gets destroyed. Yeah, and then it then it crashes and they all jump out. Yeah, and I they think, land in that I big. Think, sort I think of she did shot. it before. I thought she did it before. They let the guard down. Yeah. Yeah. She jump, yeah, she does it before because that's when all the that's when uh, the uh, sovereign, sovereign, sovereign show sovereign are coming in. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. they deal with sovereign, and then after that happens, then they have to deal with ego. And then so. uh, Drax is like, I really believe. Like, you don't have to believe in yourself. I believe in you. And she does it. And then Drax is like, man, I really did not believe it. <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, was really so fucking good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. And then somewhere in there, we get that awesome hero shot where they all land and circ- it spins around all the guardians there and their thing doing their thing. And the Mantis, like, watch out. Yeah, a piece of metal hits her in the head. She gets knocked <laughs> out. Knocks her out. Yeah. That wakes Ego back up. <laughs> Um, it was this. Did I skip Mary Poppins? Y'all? Yeah, because the, the ship blows up, right? And then, yeah. then, then they all jump because then, then uh, Nebula lands first, and then they look up because as Gamora's freaking out, and she looks up and she sees yeah, Peter yeah. floating, and then again, Yondu still being the star he, of this fucking cool? film. Is he cool? Yeah, is he cool? Hell yeah, yeah, he's cool. Yeah, Mary Poppins, That's such an amazing moment because that's the first moment that Peter has like realized. Like that's the first yeah, real, the real realization of like. Shit, this guy is like family. This yeah. guy, He's this guy means a lot more to me than I thought. Yeah. And it's such a subtle thing too, because he could have given him shit, but he's like, I'm just gonna give Yondu this one. Yeah, that yeah. he's Mary Poppins. So, Mantis is knocked out, meaning Ego's gonna wake up and all shit's gonna fucking pop off, son. So, Drax gets Mantis, he starts taking her top level because they have James Gunn's brother coming down on the ship to get them. Somebody's answering the distress call too. Before this, because it's when Drax is still down there. There's this scene where uh, Rocket's like, oh, fuck, like, I need to cover the bomb, like, tape. to get some tape. Yeah. Hey, you got some tape? And then they spend a minute <laughs> just going through asking yeah. everyone for tape. God, that was well written. Did you, so yeah. did you ask so-and-so? Yeah, I did. Yeah. Well, what about Nebula? Well, she was next to him, so <laughs> she, she said, does scotch tape work? Yeah, scotch tape would work. Oh, I don't have that. Then why, why did you, you even say that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You are of all people should have the tape, Rocket. She's in the middle of this climactic Fight. It's, so <laughs> it's like, fun. oh yeah, they're looking for tape now. But again, I think so that's another good. nod to like, yeah, guys, we get it. Like, you're, <laughs> they're gonna fight a big thing. It's gonna be this big drop down fight. Where, let's just take a second. Well, yeah, that and means- recognize that. And then let's move on. Well, it's the that. same thing as the beginning, where it's like there's this big fight going on, and instead of just focusing on the small little thing within it, it's, it's like they're so literally just sitting fun. there, just waiting. It's just right, yeah. you know, it's just it's Rocket awesome. and Groot just sitting so, there, like. All but right. again, and talk about that humor. Another thing that could have not worked. This part worked. The part with where he tries to teach Groot the bomb. He's like, okay, you flip this switch. This which you didn't like that or did like it? I love that. Part. Okay, yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, it was great. Because yeah. I think it works so yeah. well. Where he's like, I am group. It's just like, oh. I am group. <laughs> and then no. it comes back where he's like, how much? How much time do we have? And he's like, well, given the fact that he might just kill us right now, <laughs> yeah. uh, if that doesn't happen, five minutes. That's yeah. what we have. But that's I love that whole scene. Awesome. The whole thing's awesome. So uh, Nebula and Gamora get separated. and They're climbing up a rock for like fucking forever. Uh, Gamora. Or is saved by Nebula at some point. Yeah, yeah she, yeah, she yeah. jumps down to save her. Yeah, yeah. She grabs her. Uh, Drax Mantis, like I said, going up. Uh, Yondu down there fighting with Peter. Uh, we had totally skipped the thing where he talked. Oh, there was this great Yondu Peter moment as they were going down in the ship where they were finally catching up with each other. When he came up, he's like, Yondu? And then they were talking about it. And I can make fucking things. I made a ball. He's like, that's all I can think of. He's like, I don't, con- when I move the arrow, I don't think, I don't control it with my brain. And then they got cut off and something happened. Uh, so down there, like, they're fighting with uh, Ego. This is, you know, another 
great Guardians hero shot as we skip around, right? As everybody's doing their own thing to do, or Yondu's hitting it over and over and again with the arrow, Rocket's shooting it. Peter, I forget what he's doing, if he's using powers or something, but he's, everybody's fighting the fucking rocks and shit that are ego. Um, eventually, though, it all starts getting, uh, it looks bad for the Guardians. They're all pinned down or whatever. Uh, and then Yandy's like, yeah, you know, I didn't move the arrow with my head. I move it with my heart. And he gets the rock in yeah. there. To which Peter puts it all together of like the powers inside him, the power of love. And what song yeah. kicks off? I forget. Uh, Never Break the Chain. That mm. comes up again. This is the second time you hear that song. Yeah, yeah. Which is uh, when they were leaving, when they were leaving with Ego, that song came on. You and know, came back in. is that the one? Yeah. You know. Yep. Uh, so yeah, then now Peter's got superpowers and he's just fucking punching the shit out of Ego and they're flying around, but they're using the ground to propel each other. Or and propel it looked him. cool. Oh, it's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Another I'm, example I'm of like this. This is one of those movies. A lot of things I usually hate about CG and big right. fights. I'm like, they did it right with this, and I think the choreography goes a long way. The yeah. only oh thing, God. The, the Pac-Man. That, that, was, that was like, oh, that come was on. You awesome. Didn't like that? Uh, I liked it. Because he, it was a callback from earlier. Yeah. He's like, if I make some weird shit, fucking make some weird shit. My thing is, I thought it was fine. I'm with you in the sense that I feel like this is was the first movie's equivalent to the dance scene. I feel like that was a lot more inspired than this. But, I mean, if you're going to be some super-powered something, at least they did have a setup for it. Why why do you guys... uh, Do you guys... or Why do you think that uh, What's-His-Face started turning, like, black and white? Ego? Well, yeah, yeah, the, the, ego? he didn't turn. He like he was a normal human-looking person. Yeah. And then when he got when Peter shot him, that's when he started turning. And then when he got hit, that's when he really went like solid white. He went like kind of ghostly. Like he's kind of given up the like the per, the permission that he's human at all. He's just like yeah, I'm just a fucking I, weird. Creature. I took it as he was like his. He was like if in the beginning, right? You're talking about a guy who's in control of the whole planet. So, right, like, if when he starts turning against all the Guardians, right, and I mean, like, when he's putting the rocks over Gamora and Nebula, when he's cr- encroaching on Groot, when he's, atta- when he, and he's, like, drowning Batista in a fucking awesome scene, where Drax, like, lift, his final yeah. move is to lift Mantis up, so at least she survives. Uh, I took part of that as him just being stretched so thin. Okay, that's what I thought yeah. as well. Is that he's his expending so much energy and all over, because, like, by the end of it, right, like, he knows the bomb is there. No one said we've put a bomb on your brain. Yeah. But he's like when him and Peter are fighting and he's, he's like so desperate. You won't be a god anymore. Da, da, da. Yeah, and he's but he's like, again, we just saw him earlier in this be able to move everything. So I took it as like he's spent so much energy he can't he can no longer be the entire planet and move it at will. Oh. He's gotta actually now physically get there. I don't know. But they fight, they do all this stuff. Uh yeah, bomb goes off. Uh, his face like can, 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 concaves. Well, as soon as he starts fighting, that's when everything kind of like un, like unleashes, like it opens up again. So like Yandu gets out, and like mm-hmm, Mantis mm-hmm. and uh, they have Drax a moment get to out. peace out. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So everyone makes it to safety. Almost. They get up there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Rocket gets on. I love how it looks when he was dying. By the way, like the effect that it had uh, on kind of crumbling. Sure, yeah, yeah. Yeah. kind of crumbling well, also, yeah. itself. But don't forget, cool. Rocket gives Rocket gives Yandu two yep. things. He gives him the the spacesuit and the arrow rig. This yeah. is what he has only has one. Yeah. You can use one, yeah. Yeah. And so, just I wanted to really quick say, like the scene when um, Yondu first comes, or like when they all arrive and like destroy him, and he's like rebuilding himself, and he's like, "Wait, what? What's going on?" He's like, "That's my dad," and it's like, <laughs> yeah. "God, what a like." Oh yeah, he's like, "You're so a screwed cool. up family," and he's yeah. like, "Yeah, that's my dad." That's like, my look, like we are screwed up, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, everybody gets on the ship, but Quill and Yondu, who are down there, uh, still doing their thing. Uh, Nebula tries to go save Peter. Rocket shoots her with a stun gun so that it can't happen. He's already he can't lose more than one friend today. That's a good scene though, because Rocket's like, "Look, what are you want to do about this?" And Yondu, sorry to back up for a second, but Yondu's like, "You need to give me this." Yeah, yeah. yeah, like, yeah. I don't. I have I've been bad. Shit, right in my life. This yeah, is yeah, the yeah. one thing you need to give me. And Rocket's like, 
Okay. Welcome to the Guardians of the Freaking yeah. Galaxy. Yeah. yeah, except he didn't, he didn't say freaking. I like the freaking business, but it's I loved yeah. it. Um, it how, how great would have been it was fucking. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> just, yeah. just like that's right. Use their f word. Get an R word. So they go up, and even Drax is like, "Did Quill make it? Rocket, rocket, awesome yeah. stuff. Awesome. awesome. My nipples. All right. Uh, yeah, that, we, we, yeah, we totally skipped <laughs> that. That, that was awesome. That was fucking rat. That was fucking rat. <laughs> uh, yeah, and so then the scene everybody fucking loves that I fucking teared up on so hard this time, Jeez. but didn't cry. Uh, didn't cry till his funeral. Uh, Yandu and Peter shooting up there, and Peter putting it all together as Yandu does it, and it's just a little face tap. Like, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. All he yeah, has yeah, energy yeah, for yeah. is a little, little tap. Like, yeah, it was might not have been your father. But I was your daddy. Was your daddy. Yeah, 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 that was good. Perfect. Well, it was he might. He might. He might have been your father, but he wasn't your daddy. Yeah. yeah. Indicating that I was the daddy. Yeah. yeah. We also skipped earlier, but when when he said, I, "This is a fun th- scene," I, or real quick montage of when you know I, I don't control the arrow with my head; I control my heart. Peter's. Recognition of that is a whole bunch of fun m- memories of everybody. Yeah, and like they're, they're flying it, with a rocket. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that, was awesome. that, that was cool, and I like I like Yandu teaching him to shoot and all that stuff. Yeah. yeah, that was all really fun. The kid cool. from It, it was young Peter. Oh, was that was one, yeah. one of the kids. Which one? Yeah. Uh, the, the nerdy, the, the sort of tall nerdy one. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, then so Yandu passes away again. A lot of death in space here. A lot of people just freezing to death. Very heartbreaking. You know what I mean? Very quick. God, that Very the, quick. the eulogy Peter Love gives where he's talking yeah. about uh, talking about David Hasselhoff. I always told people my my father's David Hasselhoff, and then yeah, he, like yeah, yeah. compares to it's like oh, it just rips your heart yep, out. Yeah, totally, so totally, good. totally. Yeah, exactly. I'm still holding. I'm still holding strong there while he gives the eulogy or whatever. Yeah. I am Groot. Uh, mm. Yeah, he did call you Twig. That was cute. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Nebula. Uh, yeah, Nebula walks out. Grimora walks out. They finally have this conversation. Conversation. They hug. I like that a lot. That was cool. I like, I'm yeah. looking forward to seeing them reunited in Infinity War. I like that um, Nebula flinches. Like, yeah. She's yeah, yeah. The hug. She's yeah. Just like, what? But then she like gives in and yeah. hugs and then she like rips yeah, away. Yeah, she like has her arms out and slowly kind of like reacts yeah. to it. Yeah. And then, yeah, they put his body in the old uh, furnace there, start shooting cool up space dust. Furnace. Peter gives uh, Kraglin the, the arrow, said yeah. I think Yandu would have wanted you to have this. Very good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, then we, uh, yeah, he, so Yandu wanted you to good. have this, picked it up at a junker <laughs> shop. <laughs> it's whatever he's using down on. It's got 300 yeah, songs. 300 <laughs> songs. I wonder what that's going to mean for Infinity War, the limited bit we do see uh, of him using that. Because if he had a Zune, that means that there's music from all the way up oh, to sure. 2004 oh, yeah. Yeah. at that point. He'll get back a lot of questions about Britney Spears and things. Yeah, (laughs) what a fucking great thing! Like, (laughs) (laughs) they could have went the easy route and just had an iPod. That's what I'm saying. You know, they sat around the table on that one for a second, and they were like, "iPod, wait a minute." What if it was a Zune? Yeah. <laughs> what if we do an iRiver? <laughs> like so, a so well, it's such a great meta joke because it's like, oh yeah, you know the difference. I like, oh, yeah, Zune's technology. a failed technology. Yeah, it totally like, oh, failed. So good. So Peter sits down to listen to his new Zune. Little baby oh, Groot God. comes over in an adorable little scene. He wants the other earbud. They sit there. They start listening. Father and son. He's listening to. Uh-huh. Oh. Cat Stevens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh fuck, that song is so good. And then while all this happens, people warp in. It's the ra- it's all of the Ravagers and Rockets. Like they got my message or whatever. This is where I cry. Oh. <laughs> this is that where I can't keep real, it together like, anymore. It's like moment. the sparkles of him are like going yeah, yeah, out of space yeah, yeah, at this yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. Craglin's bone of like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, just yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. like freaking yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. That was fucking. That yeah. seems yeah. so like real, so real. genuine. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was like God. Yeah, 
Yeah, tearing up right now, man. Yeah, but look, if you watch Guardians one, said, "Oh, you're gonna cry because that guy." Yeah, that guy dies. Michael Rooker, no way. No thanks. But like, as soon as that first like firework kicks off, and it's just like, then they all and they're all there, and they're all watching, and the colors fly. Catch that it turns into an arrow, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking cool. So tight. Gamora comes over and puts her arm around Peter. There is the unspoken thing. I think she says on again. They're passing Groot around. Yeah, and then then Drax starts dancing too, which I don't know. Like it's a real subtle thing, but he kind of like starts swaying to the music. Oh, I didn't notice that. Yeah, which is kind of. Interesting. Which then, is important because he talked about how he found one people. that didn't dance. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But then you cut around to all the different ships too. Yeah. For, yeah, and you get all the different you get the all the original guardians. Right, yeah, yeah. Well, so that's, that's the thing, cool. is like this also kind of is cutting into the post credits when you see <laughs> them all. But uh so we got the reformed Guardians three thousand. We got the the second mid credit scene is a follow up to Yondu's emotional funeral as the various Ravager factions show up to herald their Ving fallen Rames. comrade in a mark of honor. As a part of that, there are cameos by Michelle Yeoh and Ving Rames whose names aren't spoken at this point. The second mid-credit scene reveals those two in a meeting with Stallone's Stakar, Michael Rosenbaum's Martinex, and Red in Red, uh, magic-wielding alien Kruger. There's also a vocal cameo by Miley Cyrus as Mainframe, which reveals the team to be the original Guardians 3000 members, Starhawk, which is Stallone, Martinex, Rosenbaum, Charlie 27, Rames, Alita, Yeo, and Mainframe. Miley Cyrus. Like the Guardians, Kruger's from an alternate dimension and is a member of a snake-like race and becomes Doctor Strange's apprentice in the comics before succeeding him as Sorcerer Supreme. That's why you kind of see him do the little Yeah, that's cool. Of. He had that callback. That was oh, there. with the thumbs. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. So when he does he this the thing, thumbs it's up. two thumbs. It's two thumbs up. But yeah, that was, uh, that was pretty cool. not believe me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, about like giant Ving Rhames. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thing. He's huge. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's, that's so cool. But yeah. Damn, that's good. What was yeah, the last shot before it's, credits start? It's a uh, rocket crying. It's right, a, it's like a tear right, 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 right. Like, yeah, yeah. I was already, I was right oh. there with him. Right. There well, no, because that's that's right. It's right. It's Rocket saying like like everyone still cared for me, yeah, even though he was, like he was a it was mean to everyone and he stole batteries. Yeah. And then kind of that's when Peter's like, oh, oh, you're talking about yourself. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like tears. Yeah. yeah. You recapping this movie makes me want to go watch it. Again, even though I just watched it last night. It is on Netflix. I feel like this movie has uh, a really good understanding of how to tell a story with a lot of different characters and make it interesting and have the kind of themes go through a bunch of different characters, but all kind of come together at the end. And I feel like a lot of the other Marvel movies don't necessarily have that magic of having the fight scenes all feel like there's a story being built around them. And it's sometimes it does feel like it from plot A to plot B, you know? This one feels like a complete movie. Yeah, I mean, yeah, a, this the, the movie, it's one line, and then it breaks into three parts, where there's, like, three different things going on, and then it all comes back together at the end. And it, But, it, like, it handled, they handled it so well. It's, like, all these different things happening. And, well, I think that's, and that's, that's, that's interesting, because that doesn't happen. You're right. That doesn't happen all the time, right? Like, when you look at Age of Ultron, you're like, this thing missed the mark in a lot of different ways. This, what I liked was they made the decision purposely of being like, this one's really all about the characters. We've already established the, the galaxy, what it looks like. We've already established the action. We know who these characters are. The origin story is over. So how do we push that farther? What do, how do we take advantage of that? And where some of the other ones kind of just drop the ball? I think this one really was character focused. That was a smart choice. And sometimes I don't think they drop the ball. I think they just like kind of just keep going exactly what you expect. Mm-hmm. Was I think this is an example of doing it extremely well. Mm-hmm. So Easter eggs. We've already run through the Ravagers. Yeah, let's see. Easter eggs. Well, we got um, the in the po- in the credits. The, there's a that. thing that says oh. no raccoons or tree creatures were harmed in the yeah. making of this movie. However, the same cannot be said of their handlers. 
And also, Funny. real quick, before we go back to it, Kraglin has a, a, a fin on too, right? But, but Yondu's wearing it when he go when he gets burned, right. So it's like a whole brand new. Oh, one. interesting. Because I thought about it, it's like oh, because I knew Kraglin was gonna have it in the credits, and then I watch it, and you can literally yeah. see yeah, Yondu still wearing it. I was like, yeah. oh, I, okay. I mean, it's I assume it's I mean it's a prototype, but I figure it's technology that exists. People, yeah. and I'm sure mm. you're with Rocket who can yeah, build yeah, anything, right? do anything. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. first credit anyway, scene, we got we got him using the, the arrow, trying to use the arrow, accidentally stabs. Like, proving he's not vulnerable. Run freeze frame. Yeah, not vulnerable. Yeah, <laughs> goes <Funny>. past pain. <laughs> so oh man. Um. Then yeah, we see the second ones, all the different, the original Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy or whatever. Um. Then we get the Adam Warlock scene. Yeah. Which was so was interesting. The Sovereign kind of going through. It's, I don't think so. I mean, it's Adam, fine. Adam but I mean, like, I just don't know anything about. I don't know anything it. about yeah. him, so I'm not excited about it. And like, I mean, it'll probably be like so much these other things where like, I know we're gonna do Spider Man coming up, but it's just like where like. They're making references, and I was like, oh, I know exactly what you're referencing, because I just watched all these movies. Well, I mean, I'm I sure when we do this in 20 more years, and we go back and watch everything again, I'm like, oh, man. Well, I'll be I, th- dead, I think it's kind of like Avengers, dead. where it's like, who was that purple guy at the end? Like, I, don't, I know that must be someone important. I don't know who it is, though. And it's like, oh, yeah. And like, sure. I think Adam Warlock's same kind of deal. Like, he's well, actually really important in, in yeah. this universe. But, but I think he's that, from a comic side of things, he's really important in the Infinity Gauntlet yeah, saga. yeah, he's and a soul stone. I, I don't think he's going to be used in 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 this one. Maybe, 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 in, maybe Avengers four. We might see him pop. I have up a feeling we're going to next see him in Guardians three. Okay, yeah, which should be after or, Avengers four. Wait, yeah. Do they uh, not announce that? I thought that that was a full on like announcement, being like we're not going to see him until three. We don't. We know they're making a Guardians three. We know James Gunn's directing it. Other than yeah. that, I don't think we know much about I don't want anything. Anyone ever directing? Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Then we get the teenage Groot. Oh, also, yeah. meanwhile, the, during the credits, there's a lot I'm of fun Groot's. stuff yeah, you're yeah. seeing. Yeah, a lot of things cross out. I'm Groot. I will say Teenage Groot sounds more like Vin Diesel than any other Groot. Sure. Yeah. It sounds like, like, like here's Vin Diesel's yeah, voice. Yeah, there was no yeah. voice modulation. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. um, although the, the timing of it all seems kind of weird because if Guardians 1 happened and the Guardians 2 happened like four months after, Guardi- or the Infinity War is like. It's gonna be years, years later. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Is so it it's years like later. Yeah. Well, yeah. He's still I mean, teenage Groot. Yeah, because Guardians. Many I mean, years Guardians. Later. Well, I think you're jumping to the conclusion that he's teenage Groot canonically in this movie we just watched. I think time has passed between that Easter. Oh, yeah. that could make sense. I think that's yeah, yeah, the most okay. present thing, because especially because yeah. I, th- I thought it was super cool that Peter understood him. Yeah, I am yeah. Groot, and he's like, "What okay. do you mean, blah, blah, blah?" It's like, "Oh, you've been around him long enough that you can now speak it just like Rocket." Can. Also, yeah. though, dogs small for a little while, big for a lot of their life. Yeah, trees notoriously too. grow really fast. <laughs> With all the vines around, I thought maybe it was like a metamorphosis kind of thing. <laughs> but I'm saying time. I think a lot of time. Nick dogs. agrees. <laughs> dogs, agree. like humans, I, also humans are small too. for you know the first 16 years yeah. or so. Yeah, dogs, and he's right. Dogs grow. Yeah, grow. Yeah, dogs are like big for 98 percent of their life. I don't know because I just think like oh, there's they're puppies for so little. It's and true. you see like a big dog, you're like, oh, how old is he? Oh, eight months. It's like, oh fuck, that's a, like a giant German bang. Shepherd. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We also see Cosmo the space dog in the credits. Yeah, yeah. things. We see Jeff Howard Goldblum. the duck, and then David Hasselhoff, and then we see Jeff. Goldblum for the first time as the Grandmaster, which God, I can't wait. <laughs> I can't wait, dude. So it's gonna be fucking good. <laughs> and then the final um, song one was St- Strand- <sighs> Stan Lee Stranded. Oh, again. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. But also funny. the song that plays over the credits was the uh, one of them, right? W- what's the name? What's the name of the band that they call themselves? The Seekers, Streakers. Uh, like oh, yeah, something like that. But it's the Ooh. Guardians singing, or it's like oh, in the music video is them all dancing, but yeah. it's David Hasselhoff singing. So fucking good. The plot and they're of singing it. the plot of the movie. Yeah, yeah. It's so oh, ridiculous. I didn't know that. That's funny. Yeah. yeah, and they did a music video for it. And it's all of them like in outfits and stuff. It's like like Dave Bautista and like this crazy like orange outfit dancing around. <laughs> so 
Something I realized while watching this last night, I was like, this is the closest we'll ever get to a live action Futurama movie. And I'm all about that. Huh. No, I, I don't know about that. I, you don't think that someday we'll get a live action Futurama movie? No. And if we did, I still think this will be better. Yeah, that's probably more true. close to it. But Greg, damn it. Yeah, but I think it's time to rank those bad guys. Hit me with a song. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Ragu Bagu Viz, the podcast within a podcast where we rank all the MCU villains. I'm your host, Greg Miller, alongside my partner in crime, Andy Cortez. Two rad guys talking bad guys. We have a special guest today, Jack Patillo. He's here to help us out. Thanks for having me on. Jack, let me update you right now before we rank the villain of this movie. Who, Andy? Ego. Ego. Thank you. Good job. Ego. I was gonna say our our villain Ego slash sovereign. I'd say Andy, go back to your seat. I guess so. What the hell are you doing? Andy, I'm Andy's cool. a visual man. Yeah. So I'm gonna here we go. From, I'm curious what the sec- third from one, worst, second one is. From worst to best, number fifteen, these fucks from Thor two. Number fourteen, Abomination from Hulk. Number thirteen, Ronan from the original Guardians. Number twelve, Cross from Ant Man. Number eleven, Loki from Thor. Number ten, Obadiah Stane from Iron Man. Number nine, Mandarin slash Aldrich from Iron Man three. Number eight. Eight, Mass slash Dormammu from Doctor Strange. Mass. Number seven, I don't remember. Oh, Mads Mikkelsen. Are they even mask like, like the Sheer movie? Number seven, Rockwell slash Mickey Rourke from Iron Man 2. Number six, Red Skull from Captain America. Number five, Ultron from Ultron. Number four, Hydra from Captain America Winter Soldier. Number three, Loki from Avengers. Number two, the Bacon Guy from Civil War. <laughs> Wait, what? Who's the Bacon Guy? It's Baron. Baron. He's the, the bad Baron guy Zemo. who ordered oh, black uh, coffee and bacon. <laughs> every time <laughs> and number one Michael B. Jordan from Black Panther right. Andy where do you feel Ego fits I feel like Ego should go right above Hydra from Cap and, and mm. uh, uh, yeah from wow. Hydra and Cap Winter Soldier, right? Is that the number four spot? That's number four. Yes. He's saying it should go number four. Excellent. Yeah, uh, an Kevin audience agrees. member, an I audience do. member, and big Ragu Bagu Vids fan, Kevin Koala agrees. Yeah, I, I just, I not only do I love fucking Kurt Russell, Hell right? yeah, but I thought he had a lot of cool. I mean, there were a lot of awesome comedic moments, but I think his overall plot of like wanting to see through this plan is like it's just so cool and creative to me i, I loved it love yeah. everything about ego i, I don't really have a problem with Ego. it was the know. normal thing we argue well i think my problem would be the normal thing we argue with any marvel movies like, it's kind of always got to be about the entire universe like i like it when it's a more personal thing yeah. right which is why some people rank so much higher here like bacon guy i did like the jokes though about the <laughs> we're saving the galaxy again we're gonna yeah, be two yeah. times that was great that was awesome yeah, yeah. i'm not arguing so much more. I have no argument. I'll put him at number four. I think that's good. Jack, do you have any? I mean, I, I, think, f- I think four is a good place okay. to put him because well, what I like about like Eric Killmonger is like he, you can see his his argument. It's like, oh, yeah, sure. I totally yeah, get yeah, that. Yeah, totally. And Ego, I'm trying to think of it was like, yeah, I, you know, Ego, he just doesn't give a shit about anyone other than himself. So I can kind of understand that. And he's also been searching for a purpose for Literally millennia, millions right? Of yeah, years. yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, I can, that would drive you crazy. Yeah, so I, I would say no, four is a good spot. Four is a good spot out of out of 16. Who was number yeah. two again? Number two is Bacon Guy from Civil Bacon War. Guy, right? Yeah, oh, yeah, God. yeah. He's such a good villain. Right. Because he doesn't really do anything specifically. He just sets things in he motion. Just, he just places all the chess pieces and he lets them happen. So, cool. oh, so, so there good. you go. Uh, ego number wins. four yes, now in Guardians 2. True story. Still can't spell Guardians. I don't know what's wrong with me. I always Gu- spell Gua first. Gua R. Gua. That's a good mnemonic Gua device. Gua R. Deans. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Remember that. All right. Now it's discussion of where this ranks. Oh, hold on. Hold on. Sorry. 
we didn't say we didn't end the podcast with the song and I need to remind everybody that we, your time is running out to go to patreon.com slash kind of funny if you give us a mere thousand dollars you can run twitter.com slash ragu bagu vids now for as long as you want <laughs> there are three thousand followers I know I think we're getting close to three thousand followers on ragu bagu we're, vids I, we, I gotta get in there and update because if we ever do the show again of any kind of movie I mean we gotta rank ragu bagu guys so, I mean, now, like it's gotta be, so you could rank it you can run it through the rest of this show into the next. Why Ragu Bagu? As someone who's just coming in. Rad guys on bad guys. Rad, rad guys, guy. bad guys. But we could have. We who are the rad guys then? Me and Andy. Me and, yeah, oh, me and I The rad you. guys on bad guys. Talking bad guys. Yeah. It could have been. So easy- where's the U come from? <laughs> Jack. <laughs> we could have easily found. Wait, what, a, ragu. We could have right. easily found right. an account right. called yeah, Rad me. Guys Talk yeah. Bad Guys on Twitter. Yeah. But the Greg real, said Ragu Bagu. Yeah, that's the thing. Greg just Ragu Bagu. Ragu Bagu. Hey, man, we got a show to do. It rolls off the Look, tongue see, a lot more. I feel like we're just... So it's Rad oh, okay, Guys okay. Talk okay. Bad Guys. So Rad R-A Guys. R-A-G-U. It all makes sense. We're taking the first two letters of the... We're taking okay. the first two letters and of the of first talk. two and the last two. <laughs> I think it's genius. Dun, 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 dun. So we got five dun, words. Dun, 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 dun. Look at it, Bagu. There you go. All right, Kevin, can you please bring up the ranking thus far? No. There it is. That's what we got right now. Number one, Captain America Civil War. Number two, Captain America the Winter Soldier. Number three, Avengers. Number four, Guardians of the Galaxy. Number five, Iron Man. Number six, Black Panther. Number seven, Doctor Strange. Number eight, Ant-Man. Number nine, Iron Man 2. Number 10, Avengers, Age of Ultron. Number 11, Captain America, the first Avenger. Number 12, Iron Man 3. Number 13, The Incredible Hulk. Number 14, Thor. And number 15, Thor, The Dark World. Where does Guardians of the Galaxy fall? Very, very fucking high. As someone who doesn't have a vote in this, I'm just going to go ahead and say Winter Soldier is way too high. You are wrong. Uh, oh my uh, god, so, you're so wrong. So, that, that, here's the thing, Jack. I like how I Kevin has it set up where only he oh, can be shit, on sorry. camera. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I switched it. Making Jack high five, and it's just Kevin <laughs> <laughs> nodding with the ranks behind him. I will say this: that was the week I was sick. They, okay. they voted that. Too Winter high. Soldier's Way great movie Don't get does not shingles. deserve to be number two, dude. It's such a special no, it, movie. It's man. So um, good. And again, hey, this is where things are. We can't fucking change. Again, I would say Avengers needs to go down after after seeing. I mean, Avengers is great. It's the first time they all get together, but. But if you're looking at the cinematic universe as a whole, that's way too high. That's why here what I'd like to propose is that we start the debate at number three. I think I, at least Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 is number three on this list. I think Ooh. that Guardians yeah. 2 is Whoa, better than, than Guardians 1. Way definitively. too high? I agree. Well, not that part. No, I agree no, with no, no, Nick, Nick There's too much crosstalk. I don't think it's We don't let this happen on Ragu Bagu. We're not starting a new episode. I think that Avengers is better than Guardians of the Galaxy 2. I think that you guys are ranking this way higher than I would have. I love. I don't think Guardians Damn, Two is wild. better than Guardians One. I what? Think I think Guardians One's a, it's just a much more like fun and inventive movie. I think this takes what they did and gives you more of it, which is great. I will. I will. I will ask you: Did you cry during Guardians One? Did it hit uh, you no, on an emotional he has no level? Heart. He also, didn't cry. cry during this one because I'm. <laughs> A man. <laughs> I, yeah. I, 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 men I didn't cry. cry work out. The men weird cry thing for too. Me, men cry I feel, too. I feel like in, in Guardians 2, the way that they built Yondu as such an awesome character and like mm-hmm. honestly, one of the coolest characters in the MCU now, I feel like they should have saved his death for another movie. What? Like I feel like no, blowing I think, it, it no, this quickly. It paid off way too. I mean, it paid off. It did pay off. Yeah, yeah. But I feel like it was such a quick payoff of like we didn't give a fuck about this guy. Now we do. Now he's dead. And I'm just like I I feel like, well, like they their did such relationships a, they did good. such a good job that like 
I feel like it was all validated and like it yeah, felt it like cheap feels, it, and, feels to me. Nah, man, like that was nah. they, I think they the right set kind us of all, feels. Yeah, because it's you realize that like the whole time he's felt this way, you just weren't looking at it with that lens. You know, it's a great point, Kevin. Good job, good job. <laughs> no, I mean, I agree. I totally agree. Because I'm just like trying to play like your your sidekick on this one, Kevin. Tie, man. Tie, like, Did you totally say number agree. one? I do think it's better than Guardians 1. Thank you. Because I feel like Guardians 1, again, like I didn't really like how it all resolved at the end. And I felt like this one from the, the beginning kind of understands the characters. It, it gets going way quicker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And a lot of the things that happen, I just enjoyed. I think, and I feel I like the fight of, scenes were awesome. Yes. Yeah. I think yeah. the only reason why I push it below Guardians 1 is because I, I don't like that it was about the entire fucking universe is now, going to explode. Here's my thing, but though. I, mean, I think it, only it just, I, was like, oh. I feel like only on paper is it about the entire right. universe going to explode. I think the real conflict is the family. The, the yeah, the family dynamic of him bringing him, trying part. to get him involved and doing all this stuff, trying to convince him. You see his struggle that he's done this thousands of times with different weird worm mm-hmm. children. Now he's trying to do that. We got Gamora. I, I think it is a personal story that yeah has ramifications, yeah. but I don't think when we get to Earth, if anyone's going to talk to Peter Quill about the fucking Missouri blotch he just made. Well, also that took place back in like Iron Man two days. Like when it comes that's to the actual crazy. like yeah the actual yeah. timeline of it like that's one weird thing about this it's movie is like they, they never they, bring yeah. it up they're never like oh that weird thing that happened or even like Shield doesn't like mention it mention in like it passing all. because I mean it do, it does take place after the first Guardians movie I mean like three months after the first Guardians movie which in reality if you're looking at by the time Thanos shows up is uh, many years ago it's but a is long that time thing ago. too where I feel like there's so much weird shit happening in the Marvel universe on any given day I mean yeah it'd be yeah, awesome so. to have a throwaway line in an Agent of Shield episode about how. When this Dairy Queen fucking exploded, <laughs> and I don't know what the hell was going on. <laughs> um, just like the rest Wait, of you, so nobody Nick, cares where, about Missouri. Where so are I mean, you making a, an argument for? I would. Oh God, that's Nick harder. Saying, I'll, I'll just okay. I'll say about my my last little thing is if I was going to use this list here and I could manipulate this list here, I would say it falls either three or four, either pushes uh, down Avengers or pushes down high. Guardians, and no, that's man, where it lands. I, I I really put this guy as number one for me. Wow, I love this movie. It's and a great like, movie. Nice. It's a great movie. You know, it's the best I, in the Marvel Cinematic go, Universe. So far, yeah. Great movie. I, I want to go watch it. I want to go watch yeah, it again. I put this at number two below Civil War. I enjoyed this movie uh, a lot more than I remembered. I was like, mm-hmm. a lot more than I. When we left the theaters, I loved it, right? But it, I always compared it to when we watched Guardians 1 uh, for MCU in review, and I didn't feel the same. Like. Those jokes just didn't hit it, and it could be because I've seen the movie a mm-hmm. fucking so thousand times, times yeah. but I've only seen Guardians twice before this, um, and all the jokes, except for Nebula or whatever, but <sighs> the moments at the end with uh, Yondu, I think it, it, They're so strong. it had such a, an emotional impact, and I good. feel like they, they brought it all together so well, storytelling-wise, character development-wise, I... I, I have this movie below Civil War. See, I would probably, thinking about it, I'd probably put it right below Iron Man. That's where I would put it. Below Iron Man. Yeah, That's I just, I, but I, I give Iron Man so much credit for basically starting this entire thing. And when I think about, I always do one like one litmus where I'm like, which one would I rather watch again? And Iron Man always wins for me. That's why I, to me, uh, Iron Man would have ranked higher. So that's list. like saying like, oh, I like Star Wars more than Empire Strikes Back. Like a New Hope more than Empire Strikes Back. Well, no, because no, it was the first. Nobody says that. Nick does like well, the like, first Fast and the Furious right more than. But that's Nick, not Nick true. has a hard on for the. He doesn't Orton. actually like the first. Fast and Furious more than no one knows what Nick really likes. I know, I know that he likes uh, Fast and Furious in review. We'll go back and find the definitive. There's 19 of them, and we'll get uh, yeah, we'll get Meg back for that one. All right, all right, it's time for the voting. 
process to begin. So I guess the lowest person at the table is Nick saying it is number six above Black Panther, but below Iron Man. Who thinks it is better than Iron Man? Four Everybody. People. Except I, I well, yeah, Jack's not voting. I'm sitting on. Everyone except me. Who thinks it is better than Guardians of the Galaxy 1? Everyone. All of us, but Nick. Nick. So at least the four. Well, Who already, thinks it is better than Avengers? No. Greg, Andy, and Kevin. It's the majority. Who thinks it is better than Captain America, the Winter Soldier? No, you already. Is that not voting Andy and Kevin. And no one else, which means the Nick, new... Nick raised his hand. Doesn't that count? Yeah, no. <laughs> the new rankings of the Marvel Cinematic Universe is number one, Captain America Civil War. Number two, Captain America The Winter Soldier. Number three, Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Number four, Avengers. Number five, Guardians 1. Number six, Iron Man. Number seven, Black Panther. Number eight, Doctor Strange. Number nine, Ant-Man. Number ten, Iron Man 2. Number... 11, <laughs> Avengers Age of Ultron. Number 12, Captain America, the first Avenger. Number 13, Iron Man 3. Number 14, Incredible Hulk. Number 15, Thor. And number 16, Thor, the Dark World. I got messed up there because I was like, is it supposed to be? Yeah. No. Kevin brings up the new one later. Right, right, right. So yeah, the guy who directed Tromeo and Juliet goes on to direct the third most important movie, or best movie in the Samac universe. Insane. I like hey, that. Good job. Damn good, good movie. Also. And he also okay. did Slither. How dare you? He also did PG porn that I watched last night. Yeah. Still fucking funny. Hot. Still, how many fucking. movies did you watch last night? Uh, PG porn's not a movie. It's oh, okay. YouTube series. If you haven't watched it, James Gunn's PG porn, quality stuff. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, this has been Kind of Funny's MCU interview. Let us know in the comments where you would rank Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. What's up, Big Kev Doc? No, I'm just getting ready, to Andy. Oh yeah, yeah, I'm ready. Okay, yeah. Just okay, sure. good, good, good. Uh, next week we're going to be doing not next week actually. Uh, this Thursday we're going to be reviewing Spider-Man: Homecoming. Uh, and then next week, next Tuesday at 9 a.m., we got Thor Ragnarok. And then next Thursday, it's time. Avengers. I can't Infinity believe War. it's here already. Less than yeah. two weeks? Insane. God, nine days. Ladies and gentlemen, until next time, have a marvelous day. Thanks, Andy.